Welcome, everybody, to episode number 30 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today we're going to be talking about the Kingdoms of Amalur. It's been out for a little over a week now, so we're going to get into that for not, not necessarily a review episode, but our you know our impressions overall so far. Uh, I put quite a bit of time in it, but before we do that, we've got our quick hits. Corey, why don't you go ahead with our quick start with our quick hits? Sure. You got to give me a second. I was just putting the timer up. Oh, that's fine. For our notes. Uh, I will start with Guild Wars Two confirmed for consoles. Did you guys see that? No. Yes. I didn't read the. I just saw the headline. Didn't read the article. Uh, nice. I mean, pretty much says everything it needs to say in the title. Yeah, uh, that was actually one of mine too. It, it's in the preparation stage okay. right now. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Three confirmed for October thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys had that one too. To yes, about. we did. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation blog actually listed its top PSN games for January, and I was going to list off one through three. Uh, first one was NFL Blitz. Second one, NBA Jam. Third was Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection. Top PS1 titles were Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VI, and Final Fantasy Origins. That's not a surprise. Not a surprise. And the top three PSP games were Corpse Party, Mega Man, Maverick Hunter 10, or X, I'm not really sure, uh, and NBA 2K12. Corpse Party. Corpse Party. Hmm, cool, I want to go to that. Uh, Rockstar hasn't ruled out the possibility of L.A. Noir 2, which maybe is a good thing. Sh- maybe they should. Well, I didn't like the first one, but there's potential there. Okay. There's potential for It was a good, good for a first effort? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard is getting into it with Valve over the Dota trademark. Oh, boy. For those of you that are familiar with that whole situation. Um, and Sony confirms Little Big Planet Karting. It's a kart racer. Mario yeah. Kart. Featuring the Little Big Planet. Won't, Sack it, boy. It won't unseat. They've tried other kart games, and they just don't They no. don't hold up like Mario Kart does. No. You remember uh, back when EGM used to do their April Fool's jokes? Yes. And they did uh, Gandalf or Lord of the Rings kart racing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Was their April Fool's joke? That is really funny. And probably a lot of people believe it because they had a Star Wars yeah. one. Star Wars kart <laughs> racing one. Mm-hmm. Really bad. The, on the cover was Gandalf in a little cart, like, riding around. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Eric, why don't you go ahead with your quick hits? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> my first one is the NBA 2K12 Game of the Year edition is going to be hitting shelves uh, at Best Buy on March 11th. Uh, the reason I brought this one up is because I really want to play this game. Um, it's going to be $50, and the difference is it's going to have a an add-on called Legends Showcase, which don't know what that is. It's probably... Really not very great, but the game overall I heard is really cool. And you also get a poster with Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird back when the NBA was worth watching. So that's kind of cool. Um, also, I'm happy to announce that FIFA 12 has become the best-selling sports video game of all time. Really? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, that was on uh, BBC Newsbeat. Worldwide, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worldwide. I bet you probably it's probably Madden in the United States, but yeah, oh yeah. FIFA 12 For worldwide, sure. definitely. And my last one, Will, unless you need one. Oh. No, you're good. <laughs> I know Corey sabotaged your little stories. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy Thirteen Two is getting uh, DLC. Uh, it's coming out in February this month in Japan. They're not sure when in the U.S., but it's going to feature Corey. I don't know if you know this character. I don't know how it's pronounced either. It's uh, Saz? Yeah. 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 Saz is the black dude with the fro. Yep. He's going to be the feature character in the DLC. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. That's my quick hit. That's too bad because I traded my copy in already. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about both those things later yeah. on in the episode. All right. So, Will, go ahead. 
Um, my first quick hit is Todd Howard of Bethesda talked about the Morrowind in Cyrodiil land masses. Um, at a convention, they talked to him, and the quote is, the reason they're there, and I will not say if we're going to use them or not in the future, but when we built the landmass, we had these tall mountains, and when people climb up those mountains, they will look out to see the landmasses, and they don't want blank water and right. space. Yeah. So that's why they're there. They're not very high detailed. Yeah. Well, the further out you go, the, the more sparse the trees become, and the textures yeah. get yeah more like bad. Softer. Softer, yeah. yeah. So that's the reason that, and Paxis is staying in Boston for the next 11 years. My question is, why on earth would they ever go to Boston in the first place? I don't know. Who would? The place is such a dump. Yeah. Such a dump. One of my bucket list goals is to go to Fenway Park and piss on it before I die. I, I that's You're not the first person I've heard that from. Yeah. There's been a few. A few let, whoever else told you that, they're pretty cool. Yeah. 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 You know the person. We'll talk about it in the break. Okay. <laughs> Um, that leaves me with one quick hit. All my others have been taken, but that's okay. Uh, 38 Studios founder Kurt Schilling confirms Kingdoms of Amalur sequel on Jimmy Fallon show. Oh, cool. Awesome. So, yeah. I, I, I guess they asked him if they were going to make another Kingdoms I, of Amalur game. I and he read said, that oh, yeah. the, uh, the developers were chomping at the bit already to make a, a sequel for it. Yeah, I can imagine. So, yeah, they I must be that. having a good time over there. Oh, they've got to be. It's probably a very laid-back atmosphere with that Chilling in yeah, charge, that you know? schmuck. That piece of shit. Yeah. I actually read something where Former he was... Former Philadelphia Phillies pitcher. He was ta- uh, <laughs> it, was, it was something he, he wrote. I forget who he wrote it to. I don't know. But it was some little article he wrote about how little influence he actually has on anything. Probably. Because he went in... It's not a surprise. He went in as a gamer thinking he knew how to design games, and he's like, I really had no idea what, what well, the hell I was doing. Yeah, so you hire people that right. know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And you play it and say... Me as a gamer, I really like this. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> nice work, Let me guys. put my bloody sock on and get to business. <laughs> yes. Okay, so anyway, uh, on to our weeks. Uh, we've actually had like a week and a half since yeah, we've last recorded. So That was my fault. We've we've done quite a bit. I have a weigh-in to do. Uh, my last weigh-in was Saturday morning. It was 233 and a half. So I, I don't know if that's a pound or half a pound. I've kind of lost track at this point, but mm-hmm. still losing. Good job, that's Dan. That's good, yeah. Thank you. You want me to do mine real quick? Yeah. Uh, I actually had to restart my diet. I yep. chose a really bad time to start it because it was my birthday and Super Bowl. And when there's free food yeah. around, I just eat it. Yeah. I don't yeah. care what it is. Um, so I restarted this Sunday uh-huh. after I'd put, I started right back where I started before, uh, 275, I believe it was. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what it was. Um, and since Sunday, I've lost five pounds. Yeah. Nice. Hey, good wow. work. 270. So Word. It's, I really am shocked how well a low-carb diet works. Yeah. They ate nothing but sausage pretty much all week. <laughs> <laughs> and feel good and feel good? Yeah, feel great. Full? I, yeah. Like I had three links for dinner the other night with a salad and <laughs> three hot sausages. Stuffed. Mm, good work. There's nothing like hot sausage. No, and you know what I bought for dinner tonight? Hot sausage patties. <laughs> uh, excellent. Okay, we had uh, uh Eric's birthday. Yeah. Too, which was the day after the Super Bowl. We actually recorded our last episode on Super Bowl Sunday, so the day after we celebrated Eric's birthday at a local bar, Callahan's. Yep. I uh, had a good time there. That was what, Monday the 6th? 6th, yep, Monday the 6th. Yep. So. Got pretty drunk. Yes, sir, we did. I think Corey and I were in the worst shape. Oh, yeah. Like Corey being in the worst shape. Yeah. Well, per usual. <laughs> I, I had to drive home, so I had to uh, Jack Daniels on the rocks, and then I finished. I helped you guys finish off some beer at the end of the night when we Thank were getting you, ready man. to leave. I didn't want it to go to waste. No. I'm doing the low carb diet too, and beer's one of the worst things so you can bad. have. 
Billy goes to me, Corey, he goes, man, I didn't realize how drunk Corey was. Man, he got up and he couldn't even barely walk. <laughs> yep. Job, Corey. I hide it well when I'm sitting conversing. Yeah, well, you, once you I do. have to move. I was well, going to say, you don't realize it until you stand that's up. That's true, yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. We got into good discussions about the Giants. Yeah. We did. We talked sports. Well, I don't know why it was. I probably brought it up. I was probably being an asshole. Uh, no, <laughs> no I, think it was, I don't think so. It was, Jeff, actually. It's Jeff yeah. Sneaky, see? Yeah. That's Jeff, man. Yep. That's what he does. He got it going. and He was, was probably trying to catch you off guard knowing didn't you work. were drunk. It didn't work. <laughs> no, I, it didn't. I bet. <laughs> but that was fun. It was fun. We probably argued for like two hours about sports. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. I started like raising my voice, and Tyler, our trusty intern, looks at me. He's like, all right, new topic. You're getting really pissed off, Eric. <laughs> and I was like, Tyler. It's fine. Yeah, All right, we're just arguing about sports. It's not. It's not like a gonna fight no. pissed off. It's just no. sports talk. Yeah, we have these discussions yeah, every yeah. now and again. It's fun. It's good for the heart. It is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The only thing other I, other thing I have to talk about is that as the listeners know, I've I'm in the market for a new computer. Well, I finally picked one out. It's actually a desktop. I won't be getting a laptop really? anymore. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I have, you know, I had, I had it picked out and everything. I won't say what it is yet because uh, it's got very limited availability right now. Um, I had it picked out on Newegg.com, which is where I order probably 95% of the electronics that I buy. Uh, but it was recently deactivated, and they weren't sure if they were going to get any more. So I started shopping around. I found a few other places, and sure enough, slowly, by sure, slowly but surely, it's becoming not available in these. What did you say it was again? What? The PC? <laughs> I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want people to buy it. <laughs> I want there to be one when I get my tax return, which is hopefully the soon, you know, soon is better. If the government screws this up for me, I will never pay taxes again. Like last year where they had to give people IOUs for a couple months? Exactly. <laughs> that would suck. I'll never pay taxes again. I am currently the richest I've ever been because I just got mine. Oh, did you? When did nice. you file it? Uh, I don't know. Like the first week in February. Okay. So I should be getting mine pretty soon. When did you get it? Yeah. Uh, the fourteenth. What's today? Tuesday. Perfect day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I know somebody that filed theirs uh, Sunday and got it Friday. Really? Yep. Weird. Last last okay. week. Okay. Okay. Maybe so I'm, 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 I'm hoping to get it this week, and it, I, I swear to God, if I <laughs> if the, my computer's not available, because it's like the perfect one. The wife okayed it and everything, because she wants to get a desktop, and she she likes the like the look of it. So right. And that was the 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 what was it called? Uh, <laughs> we'll just say it's a Dell XPS oh, desktop. Yes, yes, because they're so hard to come by nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm very impatient. Yeah, so as you should be when you're getting a new toy like that. Well, yeah, that's just it. And I want to be the thumbstick athletes uh, PC gaming representative. I yeah. appreciate that, Dan. Yeah. yeah. Because I so. hate playing PC games. Yeah. Yeah. You know we're going to talk about you behind your back. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Let's start now. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> but the, the, the <laughs> thing about the computer was, not to. I'm not going to drag on too long about it, but, but it had all the specs that I was looking for in a computer much cheaper than a laptop would be. The only thing that I would need to upgrade is a video card. Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't even need to worry about doing that until the summertime. So Is this a refurb or is it brand new? Brand new. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's all I've got for... That's exciting. Yeah. I did something fun yesterday for Valentine's Day. Sure. Oh, bring it up. I went to... Uh, I forget the name of the guy now. Some guy's name, Butterfly Conservatory in Oneana, New York for Valentine's Day. I saw that on your Facebook. It was weird. It was $11 a person. 
Okay. And there's probably about 10 minutes worth of things to see. Really? <laughs> well, maybe it's not that bad. I guess it depends on if you're into butterflies and birds <laughs> and stuff. Um, the admission was actually two for one. So me and the lady friend got in for $11. And they have a bunch of butterflies flying around in this old beat up like barn, but it's heated and it's, it's kind of like a greenhouse, but not really. Cause it just has these old ratty heaters in there and it's supposed to be like a scientific operation. Yeah, there's my phone again. I, it won't go into silent mode. I have to turn it off. Don't worry about it. Don't worry but about anyway, it. Um, <sighs> sorry, Eric, <laughs> but no, it's, it's. They have the coolest thing in there is they have a sloth, and oh, apparently, nice. you get to you get to pe- stirring my cocktail. Sorry. You get to pet the sloth if you're good. So, That's what she said. So we were walking around and um, we passed the the sloth cage, and I I said to my lady friend, I'm like, what do you got to do to get a pet a uh, pet sloth? And one of the women women who was working there looked over and she said, oh, you got to have a lot of permits. Ha ha, we talk. And she's like, I can let you guys into the cage if you want. So she opened the door for us to go into the cage. And when she did that, a bunch of little little fat kids ran over and were like oh. all over the cage. And you could tell the, the handler wanted nothing to do with the kids and stuff. So she kind of like, you know. Shoot them away. Shoot, shoot everybody away. Like, go, oh, go to the snack bar. Because they, they had heard that you could <laughs> pet the sloth too. So as soon as the cage opened, they wanted to get their hands on some sloth. Who didn't yesterday, yeah. huh? Yeah. Um, but anyway, we got to see the sloth up close, and uh, they're pretty cool. Did you get to touch it? No. Did you see all the moss and stuff growing on its fur? No. Really? Because supposedly they can have, like, moss grow on their fur. Maybe in the wild. Probably. They get bathed. They probably, I was going to say, they probably keep it clean. Yeah. Corey, did you like the conservatory, though, overall? Overall, yeah. You know, it's the kind of thing where I wouldn't want to have to spend $11 to go in there. Okay. But, like, if it was attached to a restaurant or something, and you got to eat your food and then, like, yeah. go and sit in the conservatory, like, it'd be fun. Well, I just would... I found the name. I just wasn't sure if you what liked it? it. Yeah. I like it enough to recommend okay. it. Okay. It's Joseph L. Pop Jr. Butterfly Conservatory. That's the one. Yeah. In Oneana. They have a big turtle that just walks the paths and stuff. That's just something you'd never expect to see in Oneana, New York. No, it's so weird. Like, how do they how do they make money? Well, I guess by charging $11 a person, but. Yeah. I bet you they, like, a, probably a lot of the local schools take field trips and stuff there. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of kids there, and it was during the school day, so I assumed they were right. there for a field trip. Probably. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention is I saw the best movie, in my opinion, of last year, and probably in the last few years oh. uh, the other day, okay. 50-50. Are you guys familiar with that? No. Joseph no. Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen? Yes. The one where, doesn't he have cancer? Yeah. It's a tearjerker. Really? Oh, oh my god! But it's it's like a dramedy. It's it's there's yeah. a lot of comedy. I mean, I've, Seth Rogen. I've heard. Seth Rogen. I'm pulling really, it up uh, right now. It's got an 8.0 on IMDb. It deserves better. That's pretty good for there, though. Yeah, I was uh, emotional through most of it, and mm. in stitches at other times. So yeah, maybe I'll check I, it out. I really recommend it. I don't like to cry when I watch a movie. Well, the person I went to see it with, she's like, oh, you know, she told me. And I'm like, isn't that the one where the guy has cancer? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. I don't (laughs) kind of want to be happy. Isn't there a good porn on or something? So I went in there, and it was was definitely a roller coaster of a movie to watch. When I got out of there, I felt exhausted, like just like all the emotions I felt. But it was worth it. I had to drink a lot of beer once I got out of there just to, you know. Find my neutrals. To, to make your feelings go away. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that why we all drink? Hey, Bryce Dallas Howard's in it, too. She is. She's from uh, yeah. Lady in the Water. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I wonder, she's in that? Yeah, she's like the main character. In 50-50? She's the lady? Oh, yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's in it. Bryce? I'm trying to think I'll of be who damned. she is. Uh, Rachel? 
Rachel? Is that his girlfriend? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But anyway, I don't remember her being in that. But she, she might have been one of the few people they ran into. Okay. Will, how's your week? Uh, it's been pretty good. We started the floor hockey tournament in school, which we talked about in Exer Gaming, how Huge. big of an event it is in Newark Valley. Mm-hmm. 14 teams this year. Oh, my really? God. Yeah. I don't think there was that many. Dan, I like it. to think that we really kicked that off. You know what I mean? Yeah. We made it really competitive. Yeah. Boy, is it competitive. But we've been getting pretty much shafted throughout the week that we've been like We only played one game, but it's been a pain. Our team name got changed from Great American Youth to Outstanding American Youth. Ah, uh, against your will. Yeah, they just changed it, but they allow the girls' team to have chicks with sticks. Wait, why did why did they change it? Great American Youth is an acronym for gay, but oh. <laughs> in in the defense of Team Gay, it's celebrating gayness. It's not like criticizing it anyway. At it, no, it's kind of ridiculous. You should sue them. Gets better. All right. Um, they you you can have. Oh, go ahead. So we play our first game, I think it was Monday, who we thought was going to be the best team we'd probably face at the tournament because there's not a lot of good teams. We killed them 6 nothing. Wow. Had a goal and two assists. Johnny oh, had two yes. goals and who he wanted to come today, but he couldn't. But anyway, we all wore pink shirts as a team thing, uh-huh. and there was no team uniforms, so we figured, well, I mean, we're not going to have names, jerseys, numbers. Just a logo, color. Just a color. Yeah. Boy, the team started complaining about how we're wearing team jerseys and stuff like what? that. What? Why does that matter? And then no, mis- what a bunch of pussies. Then Mr. Beck was like, all right, well, I got to take that under consideration. And then... You talking about tall Mr. Beck, the social studies teacher? Yeah, he's a nice guy. He didn't really care. Oh, I was going to say, man, he was pretty cool back in the yeah. day. But, like, <laughs> that was becoming a big deal. And, like, during the game, they're starting to get, like, really cheap and try and hit us. I mean, so most of them were doing it just, you know, out of fun. But there are some people who are legitimately mad that we were destroying them yeah but anyway <laughs> when the next day in school my honor social studies teacher who will be nameless pulled half of our team because half of our team is in the honor social studies class i think it was seven of us and our coach so yeah eight players all together were uh-huh. pulled out of class and she made it seem like we committed a murder for wearing team shirts really at the tournament this is obnoxious i'm getting pissed off i wish we had thought of that <laughs> Dan for Team Slayer, you know, back in the day, we were too busy thinking about how much we were going to kick the Hopkins brothers' ass. That's true. <laughs> the mathletes, we were strategizing it. You know, we I don't remember ever, uh, us ever scoring six goals in a game, though. Well, I think you, maybe we three. were more about heart and grit than scoring. Yeah. Here's a here's something, a perfect indication of how the times have changed. When I had team, I was also team gay. When I was in high school, uh, Great American Youth, we had pink T-shirts with G dot. A dot Y and then Great American Youth written underneath. Fine. Didn't hear a word. It was cool. But we had that team name for two years straight and it got changed this year. I don't want to get on a tangent here, but why is it that, you know, in quotations, the further we progress, the bigger bunch of pussies our country becomes? Yeah. I know. I don't, it's ridiculous. No one can (sighs) stomach anything. Oh, God, it's unbelievable. Well, it's, 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 I mean, first of all, it has nothing to do with gayness. No, no, it's not at all an acronym yeah. uh second of all even if it did it's nothing negative right if anything no. it's celebrating it's not like we're poking fun at exactly gays yeah. not at all I don't and know. then we wear a pink shirt and we almost got disqualified for that actually oh the teacher said we were lucky to not get disqualified and i was like 
You, you should have said you have to be kidding me. You're lucky we featured our talents in your piddly little tournament. <laughs> it's it's not like we're bad kids. We're in her honor social studies class. Yeah. You know what you guys should do is get those wristbands, the the pink ones for yeah. breast cancer, and there I'll wear them. And then they can't tell you they can't wear them. Yeah, really. yeah they can't tell you you can't wear a, a breast cancer wristband. We could. No, they'll probably try though. Yeah, yeah, they'll be like, oh, you can't do that. That's considered team. It is Newark Valley. Let's. I mean, it's a pretty backward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's completely backwards. I just, that's Quite why I don't understand true. how everything got changed. But we watched uh, games after school today, and the team, the other team we thought was going to be good, was awful. I have two friends on that team. Uh, one of them is the mom that works with you, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, they, I actually asked her about the tournament today. She or did she say anything about it? Yeah, I asked her if her if her son was in in the floor hockey tournament, and she's like. Why is this floor hockey tournament such a big deal? She's like, I just don't get it. I was like, I'll have you know that I won the championship my senior year, and it's my finest achievement in athletics. We should make yeah. rings. Not only my, <laughs> you guys so you want to get a plaque? You just show your ring. <laughs> so you see this? That's a great idea. Team Slayer 2002. Oh god, I we would ha- love nothing we more. Have to it do was that. not only my greatest sporting achievement, but my greatest school achievement. <laughs> oh, period. Mine too, Dan. My 66s in class weren't my greatest achievement. Where does it rank on life achievements? It's up Pretty there. up there. <laughs> it's up there. I mean, Dan has a child, so he's got to have that above it. But, man, uh, I don't even have that. So. <laughs> so that's pretty close to one, Eric? Yeah, it's right up there. I'm scrounging for things. Oh, man. Well, but, maybe, maybe think of stuff during the break okay. and write, write it down. <laughs> But but uh, we were watching some of the games, and every other team's pretty bad. The two kids, uh, my friends around the other team, said their team was awful, and they can't wait to get killed by us. Nice. So basically, we win that game. We play the eighth grade girls team that got a first round bye. So we would play them, and then we win that when we go to the Pep Rally game. So How did they get a first round bye? It was all random. Yeah. I think they're being favored because oh, they're girls. Although, you know, chicks with sticks. How's that fly? Yeah. One does play on the basketball team with uh, one person who's running it. But anyway. She's probably a bruiser, huh? No. Oh. <laughs> Actually, no. Six foot five, 280 pounds. But, uh, I think that's awesome that you guys get to play during a pep rally. That is great. I am so pumped. It's probably going to be against the teacher team, too. But one of my friends did tell me that we played the teachers in the very first game, and they re-randomized the bracket so they could get the first round by, and they didn't have to play us. So we would be in the opposite end. How did the teachers sneak their filthy hands into this? This tournament is under protest. Yeah. That, that's what just one of my friends said. I don't know how true that is. I don't really care because either way we're going to win. I just picture myself because I got tired a lot because I was out of shape. <laughs> I was getting pretty tired. <laughs> and I would game. bend over and wheeze or, <laughs> for a little bit when we were, when my our team was on defense. Then you'd look over at the bench and see Graham's sexy ass and you'd get your second win. <laughs> well, I, I, I would I would be immune to it when we had the puck in the offensive zone, but I, I, I pretty much didn't play any defense. <laughs> All right, James. I saved that defense. for James, yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought how funny it would be if the whole school uh. was there watching me bent over, <laughs> trying not to throw up because <laughs> I was tired. Actually, a funny story after the game. Like, I that's the most I've had activity since the summer, probably. And like, I went up to Walmart with one of my friends, who was one of my teammates. After that, and I just felt so sick in the car. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna throw up. Yep. I don't know why. It just must have been from so much activity. Bitching. But my goal was awesome too. Top shelf. Nice. nice. Oh, right where Mama hides the cookies. It was right above the goalie's head because the goalie's playing on their knees. So I shot it like right. Why do the goalies play on their knees? Uh, it's easier because most people can't get any lift on it. So if they're on the ground, it's easier True. for them to block the 
lower side. Yeah, well, everybody that. on our team can lift the puck yeah, into yeah. the top. Boy, so they've easily. really padded the rules in this tournament, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, but man. yeah, we okay six nothing. I'm going to report next week. I think our next game's Tuesday. Nice. So it'll be perfect timing. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, Eric, what do you got for us? I don't think I really did. If I did something, I can't remember. Other than video games. Yeah. Uh, I will say uh, a little tease. I did get uh, UFC Undisputed 3 yesterday. We'll be talking about that later. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Amalur. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be talking about that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I did anything else, Dan. Okay. Sounds good. So we're going to take a quick break. The song you're going to be hearing during the break is by Dragon Tales. It's a song... No, the song is called Dragon Tales by the band Butterfly T. Mm-hmm. So I think Butterfly T is going to have all the songs mm-hmm. for this episode. So, yeah, we'll be right back right after the song. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 30 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Our main segment today is going to be about the Kingdoms of Amalur. We've all played it. We all love it. Does do we? It, does, I don't know. I do. Well, okay, we do. Because <laughs> okay. I texted Corey today, and I told him I was excited for the episode. He goes, me too, I'm going to shit all over Amalur. And all I said was, fuck you. <laughs> so, I wasn't sure if he was serious. So, okay. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, uh, the the RPG came out last week. It was a Tuesday release. Most games yeah. come out on a Tuesday, I guess. But uh, it's a, you know. It's solid entry. Yeah, third person. It's okay. Action it's RPG. Outing. Action RPG. Um, I probably don't need to tell people that. But no. So well, what could we compare it to? Just for, Fable. It's, yeah. It's a, Fable is the closest game you could compare yeah. it to. Uh, a friend of mine watched me play it, and that's what he said. Yeah. Actually, he kept saying Dragon Age 2. He said the menus were very similar. Uh, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Now that now that that's mentioned, yeah, I could see Dragon Age 2 to similar. Me, to me, it kind of takes everything that's good about all those different kinds of RPG games yeah. and just puts them together. Puts them together. Which is kind of what we heard beforehand, where people oh, were yeah. comparing it to God of War, Fable, and mm-hmm. something else. I don't remember. Uh, they said it was like a mix of three. Well, games. I mean, there's definitely like a Skyrim influence. There's definitely a Fable yeah. influence. Definitely, even like uh, 
what's the uh, like Dungeon Siege a little bit? You know those uh, more modern loot whoring games. Yeah. Um, just just yeah, like Diablo a little bit. Just all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Pumped agreed. into one. So yeah, the delicious game... package. Sorry. Agreed. That's fine. The game starts out with your character actually being wheeled on a cart, dead. Your yeah. designed character. Yeah, your designed character. I mean, it shows you get. I guess it shows. Does that the beginning sequence shows you getting killed? See, I don't know because it was a, uh, clearly a man. A man. And you can be a man or a woman, right? I don't know. Yeah, because my character is a female. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, you're getting wheeled by a few gnomes and you get dumped into like a body, big pile of bodies. Yep. And you wake up and you're not sure why. So, the beginning tutorial part of aspect of the game, you know, it's just you trying to piece together what happened and you know it shows you the controls you're trying to get to the gnome known as Fomoris hughes mm-hmm. um who is the, the the one who supposedly resurrected you mm-hmm. through the the fountain of well souls. of souls well of souls yeah yeah he's so. he's uh he's been working on this project called the well of souls for a very long time and hasn't really perfected it until you show up yeah mm-hmm. and he realizes oh my god it worked yep. one thing i really liked about the beginning is how it walks you through each type of character that you can be it makes you play as each type yeah, of character. Yeah, try it out, yeah. And then at the end, there's the three separate chests that each have, like, a, a set of armor and yeah, weapon for some, you to use. Some gear for your character. For any depending of the classes. On, yeah, depending on what you want to be. Which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't too, like, the tutorial wasn't too lengthy or in no. your face. It was just kind of like, here, you know, why don't you equip this and see yep. see if you like it. I was slightly bored with the tutorial only because I had done Played it before. It right. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't even so much board i just wanted to get on to the next part and get past to where i had gone with right. the be- right. with my beta character well, same here no i had the exact same feeling and i realized well doing the tutorial i checked every corner of that oh yeah small mine or whatever you were in yeah um and there wasn't anything all that important so i just ran through it and yeah just did it in like 10 minutes as opposed oh. to like the 45 minutes it took me to do it originally yeah i yeah. think it took me a long time again yeah me too <laughs> I, th- I think i did the same thing i looked yeah. in every corner i just for i just bolted chest and stuff. but yeah and really in the long run it doesn't doesn't really matter Mm-mm. yeah there's not so. much in there for you to nope. worry yourself over so don't waste your time yeah don't waste your gd time so yeah once you get to Morris hughes you'll learn a little bit about the the well of souls but just then you know you, you're attacked by the tuatha who are apparently a rogue sect of the fae yeah. yep uh who are trying to the fae dis- like elves yep yeah the fae are the they're, i mean they're like a fairy elf type of yeah. person that uh Got a they're, bad they're mortal yeah well, well their their ideology is very much rooted in their i guess it's like a religion Immortality, yeah. yeah and the the idea of fate which is a huge yep. part of the game yeah so and because your character is dead basically already but brought back to life your your fate is a blank slate and you mm-hmm. can change things whereas mm-hmm. you know the way things were they were pretty much set in stone before because you know because of fate through so. i mean i don't know if this it, it are the ballads the the actual like what's supposed to happen yeah okay i think so yeah and the, and the ballads are basically what the fate people say is going to happen yeah. and has happened up until right. when you show up each yeah. each fey has their own ballad mm-hmm. which is their fate oh okay and, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. So once you complete that and get out into the open world, uh, you have your have your choice between your finesse abilities, your magic abilities, and what's the other one called? Is might. It, it, Sor- might. Sorcery and might. Might. Sorcery, yeah. Yep. Um, obviously, sorcery is magic. Finesse is 
thief-like, thief-like bow and arrow and... daggers and fey blades, which are big, like dagger sword mix, yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, cur- curved sword type of yeah. type of thing. They look awesome too. They do. Yeah. And then might, which is your you know tank type right. abilities. I that is mostly, I guess, what reminds me of Fable is that type of mechanic. Yeah. The only difference is um, in Fable when you get experience. Uh, like you get, there's different kinds of experience for depending on what you did. All right, you know? yeah, I forgot they did Whereas that. in in Kings of Amalur, you just get experience, period, and then when you level up, that's when you get to pick your you can put your, it into whatever abilities, you want. right? Exactly, which is kind of nice because if you're you know at, at the beginning better at magic or whatever, uh, you can put your you know put a few points into finesse stuff to you know raise your stealth. Or whatever. I was interested for... to see what you guys have done so far with yeah. your characters. Can we talk about our builds? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I am a full-on mage character. You didn't put points in anything else? Nothing else. Not I did that with thing. finesse. Okay. Oh. I'm full-on mage as well. Full-on mage. I wanted to role-play really heavily in this game. So you picked what you would Well, pick. I wanted to make my guy a greedy, greedy bastard who, yeah, just basically I was out to get money. So what I did was I did a hybrid of sorcery and finesse. And, uh, you know, I obviously wanted to do – well, the skills are a different thing, right? Are we going to talk about those later? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, in terms of combat. Because when, when we're talking about this stuff, we're referring solely to combat. Um, yeah, I'm just doing finesse and sorcery. And my guy, I, I use magic from a distance. And then when I get up close, I start beating the hell out of him with daggers. Or if I can sneak up on him, I'll do a sneak attack, which I love is awesome. Sneak attacks are my favorite. Sneak that, attack is awesome. That's the only reason I picked finesse. Because originally in the tutorial, I decided I was going to do uh, sorcery, just because the magic is so cool too. Yeah. But I just love doing the sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, in the tutorial, I didn't do the sneak attack. I think I just like fired a spell at those two guys. Oh. But I I did the tutorial the right way this time, and yeah. I saw how awesome because like yeah. I snuck up on the guy and I grabbed him around the neck and I just yeah. jabbed my knife into it, like <laughs> the side of his ribs a bunch of times. I'm like, oh, that's him. awesome. But I had already made up my Shanked mind that I bitch. wanted to be a, a mage type character. Yeah. And I should say too that it's not set in stone. If no. you get halfway through the game and you want to change what you want to do, you could just go to a Fate Weaver and they can just erase your entire ability stuff. For a small sum. For a small sum and you can just, you know, create your character from the ground up again. Right, which is, that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's really yeah. cool. Uh, the Fate Weavers are, they're supposedly the ones that can see everybody's fate and you find one very early in your story and he, yep. he can't see your fate. Right. And he's a drunk. He's a drunken <laughs> he idiot. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about combat a little bit in the the uh, animations. The combat animations are really awesome. Yeah. Especially when the fate shift, when you go into the fate shift ability. Yeah. Um, some of those animations are pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, the especially the finishing moves. Yeah, the, the, the finishing move, off, right. right. Yeah, there's like a golf one that's a little bit like golf, and then there's one that's like baseball. Like yeah. you like fling them up in the yep. air, and I don't know if it's a hammer that the – like a uh, magic hammer that they use, and, mm-hmm. you know, take a big swing and – I Same guys flying. I did the golf one. And I was fighting a boss, and I was getting really annoyed with how tough he was. And then when I finally did that, it was so rewarding to do that to yeah. him. I haven't. I talked to somebody else about this today, uh, who told me he was struggling with one of the bosses. And I, I have found myself. I've saved up all my fate energy every time I've gone to a boss, yeah. and I haven't had a problem with any boss. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to use it on that too, yeah. only because of the mostly because of the experience bonus. It gives yeah. you like yeah. eight thousand. And if it you, depends. If you pop an experience bonus potion right before you do that. Yeah. 
compound the effect. Yeah. <clears throat> I have Agreed. I've used potions a little more than I do in most RPG games in this game. But I still I just find myself getting rid of them. Most of the time, the only ones I use are the mana potions, the yeah. health potions, yeah. experience, experience potions, and uh, the phase walk potions, the ones that make you invisible. I haven't, I haven't I even know if I've seen one of those. Well, here's a little quick story I'll tell you. Okay. I was doing the Traveler's uh, quest line, yeah. and the first one, the first thing they want you to do is steal three relics. I think that's, what, yeah, I think it's the Traveler's. Yeah, I did that one. Yeah, and uh, my stealth wasn't all that great because I was hybrid sorcery and finesse, Um so when I went into whatever monastery or wherever I was, I had to steal a relic from a, a coffin. Yep. But all the priests were in there, like, staring right at me, and I couldn't figure out how to do it for the life of me. I'm like, I just have to wait till my stealth gets up. But I was messing around with my reagents making potions. We're going to talk about all this stuff, I think, so I'm yeah. kind of jumping oh, yeah. ahead. But, yeah, that's fine. Um, and I was just messing around, experimenting with my reagents, and I created a phase walk potion. I'm like, phase walk? What the hell is this? And I look at it, and it's, you know, limited invisibility. Nice. Um Time limited invisibility, so I was like, "Perfect!" Popped it. They couldn't see me. I stole the thing. Left. It was awesome. I remember doing that mission, and I was able to just sneak. Yeah. Yeah. Mine wasn't good enough. Mine was barely good enough. Yeah, you kind of got to fiddle with it a little bit, like yeah, you know. Okay, you just kind of hide in the corner, and it's still a video game. Yeah. Yeah. It can't, it can't be not, perfect. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> they just forget that you're there somehow. Yeah. They're so focused on their religious works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, for, the thing I like about the combat is how tight it feels, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the, I feel like Fable didn't... It felt kind of sloppy combat, like, kind of... Uh, what's the word I want to use? I, I guess Unpolished? Slop- yeah, I guess on sloppy is probably the best word I could use, because it didn't feel like your character responded as well as they should have when you press buttons, but I Definitely. didn't get that at all uh, playing Kingdoms of Amalur. I mean, you really feel in control of your character, which I picked up from on the, on the demo. Mm-hmm. That Yeah, and Fable felt a little bit more like a hack and slash, Yeah. Uh, whereas this one... Actually, somebody commented that this one felt yeah, like a hack I was and slash. happy you brought that up. It was the Steve, Steve Shoemaker yeah. commented, and I saw him shortly after that at work, and... I told him how awesome the game was, and he's like, dude, it's just a hack-and-slash mm-hmm. game like any other game. I was like, no, it isn't. Right. It's yeah. way better I was than what say, you're giving it credit for. I wanted to bring that up, too, because, I mean, you're really limited in what you can do in the demo because you only have 45 minutes once right. you get out of the dungeon or the, the first dungeon. So, like, you're really limited in the first the enemies that, that you fight and the abilities that you unlock. You know, I think you I might have gone up to – I got to level 7 maybe – Maybe not. Probably not even. Maybe five. Yeah. In that forty-five minutes in the demo, yeah, but, I think I got to five. Yeah, something like that. But you know, once you start unlocking abilities and fight more types of enemies, you really have to plan and strategize. And harder enemies. Yeah. How how you're gonna approach a battle, especially a character like me who's a mage mm-hmm. who can't take a lot of damage. I really have to you know plan things out, and it is way more you know complex than your average yeah. hack and slash. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I I mean, I found myself doing things in this game. That I've never done in, in other games where I, like I told Corey, this is the first time I've ever made a rogue character in any game I've ever played. Just because it was so cool, like doing sneak attacks and yeah. stuff. And their weapons are sweet. Yeah, yeah. they are the, awesome. The uh, finesse character weapons specialize in daggers and fey blades. And the fey the blades are like, I don't know how to describe them. They're curved, really long curved blades and they strap two of them to your back. And when you're walking around, like if you have a magic effect... Whether it be uh, ice or or uh, lightning, whatever it is, there will be like a glow coming off of it of the color of the yeah. like element that's on it. Yeah. It just looks so cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, 
I, I love my character. Yep. Yeah, so the the combat is is more complex than your average hack and slash Gosh, game. Definitely. I will jump in here and say, because it was my favorite game of last year, say that it's not quite what Dark Souls is in terms of combat. Yes, yeah. But then again, I mean, Dark Souls is... Com- that's all it is, really, is combat. I don't remember. I don't remember from playing Dark it, Souls. It just, I'll have to re- replay a little bit. Y- you felt even more in control, Did and you? like everything mattered. You had to, you had to block. You had to, you know, oh, you sidestep. You yeah, had you to did. do. You had to do all sorts of stuff. So it's not quite there. But then again, it is a different game. Oh, right. It's definitely better than like Skyrim. Would you guys agree? In combat. Yeah. 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 Light years. Yeah. It's, um, it's more fun, right? I think, and absolutely. and that's obviously the goal of a game is fun, right? I think. Um, another thing, just little things that I've noticed about how I'm playing it that I, I usually would never do is like one of the finesse abilities is the ice trap, mm-hmm. which it's exactly what it sounds like. You set up a trap on the ground with ice, and it freezes your opponent and gives <laughs> does uh, ice damage to him, and like that's something that I would have never used in another game. Yeah. yeah. But I use it all the time in this game. Yeah, because it slows them down yeah. a little bit, too. Yeah. So I can get back and shoot with my bow. Yeah. I will say that's one of the, the benefits of making a hybrid character, too, because especially as a mage and a rogue, like, I can freeze, well, stun people with my electric, electric but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're a mage, too, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I just pumped up that electric spell, that first one that you get yeah. all the way. And uh, it stuns guys, and once I stun them, I just run up to them and start hacking at them with my uh, my daggers and fey blades and stuff. And yeah, it's, I mean it's really effective. I do plan on doing hybrid once because, like at the, at this point, my character I I want to get him to the maximum uh, for the destiny. Which, yeah, I mean the, we're getting a little ahead. I want fate cards. Yeah, yeah. I want to get the the highest destiny Arch for the mage or whatever. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's like 127 points I have to spend in the sorcery in the skill sorcery. Tree. But like I'm, I have my all the stuff that I want maxed out. So I probably here. will start doing a a hybrid one once once I've hit that. I don't know if it's achievement. Probably it, it is. is. I, I look gotta okay. be. So I, I I do I will go hybrid, but yeah. Well, and and this is another thing I said to somebody else that was playing. I told them. I've never really wanted or thought that I would play a game again with a different character, but this one I definitely want to. Right. Because I want to play as a sorcerer mm-hmm. really bad, but at the same time, I love the character I have, and I just want to put all my points into my finesse skills. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could always just go to a Fate Weaver. No, or, but no. I don't want to do that because <laughs> yeah, I, really like, I really like what I have. You'd have to stash your equipment and yeah. stuff, too, that you have now. I've got some pretty sweet equipment. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the graphics. How's okay. everyone feel about the graphics? Uh, uh, they're 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 stylized graphics a little bit. Yeah, um, definitely. They're very vibrant colors, which I like. There is one area. I think it's the second area you get to, and the first thing I thought was World of Warcraft. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've thought that a couple times. They're, they're, Dan and I were talking about this. Yep. They are World of Warcraft esque, and actually, Kingdom's Amler was designed as a MMORPG. Oh, really? At first, Originally, yeah. yeah. You can tell. Yeah. I feel like especially it. in the 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 zone design, you can tell mm-hmm. that it it pr- probably started off as an MMORPG. Yeah. Yep, that's um, a good point. Some of the one of the zones I f- I was in, I felt like I was in the the common lands in EverQuest too. Oh yeah, I don't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look at the map now, but I love the graphics. Yeah, I, th- I think the art style is great. Yeah, like all the dungeons are so just like fantasy world and yeah. so many colors and cool noises, and it's just oh, yeah, I love it. I, I love the way it looks. It's like being more, on mushrooms. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't know, but I'm going to start doing them if that's what it's like. Um, yeah, but uh lost my train of thought. Sorry. Right. I screwed you up. That's fine. God, I, 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 
See, my thing with the grass, yeah, it's stylized and it's nice to look at, but to me, it, it, something about it just kind of gets old to me after a while. Maybe because it is so much like World of Warcraft and it does feel like an MMO, but it's also a single player game. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I, I haven't taken. I haven't had any issues with the graphics. Me either. Um, I don't know. I can't they, say I've just like. Well, here's part of my problem might be also that I've seen what like one fifth of the world. If that. Yeah, easily. Because uh, what I'm doing, Dan, you said you're doing this too, is just doing everything. Everything, yeah. And I'm level 22, and I've just gotten to Issa, which, okay. which is yeah. real early. I'm level yeah. 19, and I just got to Issa. Okay. I'm level 31, mm-hmm. and I've pretty much explored the entire, at least initial content mm-hmm. or right. continent that you're on. I mean, there's another continent over on the other, yeah. across the river, bay, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But I haven't gotten there, but I've explored everything. And it does, like, Issa is probably the last of the, like, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of, yeah, I was going to say it's like foresty type of levels. And yeah. then, you know, it goes to like, there in the northeast, des- it's like plains desert. type right, of stuff. Yeah. And then southeast is the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it does, I mean, especially when I, because I was kind of feeling the same as you. I was like, yeah. oh, these kind of feel a lot alike and a little, you know, not, not that much variety. Uh, in them, but, but it does but, change. Yeah, once yeah. you get, especially like I said, the planes level, the planes. I'm going to say zones because that's kind of what they are. Pretty much, the plane zones are are really cool, especially the mm-hmm. desert one. Kind of feels monotonous, deserted. I, I felt it, it was kind of monotonous. It's a little it, monotonous, but I mean, it's a desert, right? Yeah. What do you so, expect? Which is yeah. what it should feel like, right? Um, I there's two cities. They're not the bigger cities, I don't think, but that I didn't really go to yet. So I still need to do some side quests over there. Do you remember which ones they were? They're in the bottom left. Hmm. Uh, Canarok? Etnmere? No, it's further over to the left than that, I think. Etnmere? Calm or Canarok Calm? is where your house is, right? Yes. No, it's, it's further to the left. There's, further west? There's a little settlement there's, of two, two, it's those. two or three people. And then oh, okay. that's it. And then there's a Ballads Library? Something, over there? Yeah. Something like that. The, there were a couple of uh, side quests over there that I didn't pick up yet. The Etnmeres. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Etnmere. Yeah. Swampy type of type of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it is. Okay. Um Yeah, but other than that, yeah, I'm level how do you guys know how many hours you put in? Forty forty three. Mine uh, says thirty, but I know it's not that much because I've left it on Yeah, I, I mine says about twenty five, I think, and I left it paused for about an hour probably. Yeah. So I'm about 24 hours. I think I'm at like 26, and I'm level 25, and I beat the game. I just rushed through to beat it. Somebody had to if we were going to talk about yeah. it, right? Right. I figured you guys would want to play through it, and like Corey did with Skyrim, rushed through to beat it. I was like, I'll yeah. try that out. I took one for the team, and look at it. I didn't even like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. That's true. Yeah. But the difference is I do really like it. Yeah, I was going to say, without, so. without any spoilers, how was the main story? Um... I liked it. Okay. Because I heard it wasn't very good. I think it's not as... I was telling Dan about this, I think it was during the weekend on Sunday, that since it's a new entry and a new game, I enjoyed it more as opposed to Skyrim, where I had to get all the backstory and know about the other games to m- understand more of the world and everything. Yeah. So I think being able to just jump in, start a whole new series, new storyline, I think it was pretty good. That's uh, Speaking of which, that's actually my biggest complaint for the game um i mean you talk about like games like skyrim and whatever other games we already mentioned uh but this game it never really takes that extra step 
you know, you, you're never like, there's never that wow moment. Did you guys ever have like the holy crap moment? Like that was awesome. I've had a few of those, but not in regards to the story. Right. Yeah, um, same here. Yeah. I feel like the story is almost secondary to the other game mechanics, right. especially combat, mm-hmm. um, looting, that sort of stuff. I Do you I like feel- the story though? It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, ha- I don't have any complaints about it. Yeah. It's not great, but I have way more fun in the game exploring yeah. and, you know, doing side quests and getting new loots and crafting. Yep. It's interesting that you bring that up because uh, do, do any of you guys follow David Jaffe? Do you follow David Jaffe on Twitter? Mm, no. I think I saw a retweet from somebody. Yeah. Well, he was – he said at the um, – I think it was DICE, um, the DICE conference, that uh, – I don't know if he said it as explicitly as I'm going to say it, but basically that story doesn't matter and that designers are betraying the medium of games. And I don't necessarily agree with him 100%, but I think he makes a good point that gameplay is probably... I mean, Kingdoms of Amalur is an excellent example of a game where gameplay trumps story, Yeah, and it's a good game yeah. because of it. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, playing Final Fantasy thirteen too, which I'm going to talk about when we talk about what we've been playing, it's like... It's, it's a different experience because it's more story-based, and it, it didn't... I don't know. It didn't hit the same notes that a game like Amalur does because the gameplay is so much better. Right. You, f- you feel more sutured in because in between story elements, they're still a good game. Right. Whereas in Final Fantasy thirteen two, you're just kind of like... It's it's a mediocre game. Yeah, you're putzing along waiting for the more story stuff to come out. I was going to say, because yeah. you're only spending... You're spending a lot less time story-wise than you are gameplay-wise because right. gameplay is constant. And that's what David Jaffe, I think, was getting at, that don't betray your medium. They're games. Yeah. You, you know, it should have good gameplay. Yeah. Which I think is smart. I, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I do, I do kind of agree yeah, with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't know if you'd count this, but I did have two wow moments with the bosses, but we're kind of disappointed. Main, like, main story bosses, both kind of disappointed with the battles. Okay. Cool boss, but the battle was It's mediocre. like, Without spoiling it, it's like massive bosses, but what you don't actually fight the massive boss, you just fight, like... Minions? Yeah. Okay. It, I don't know. You, you'll see. So there's play. no wow moment. So basically, no. I was disappointed with the two no. that I could have had. Yeah. And that, I don't feel like I need a wow moment to be honest with you. Well, it's just it, Call of Duty. It takes it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, for me, like with Skyrim, it just kind of it pumps it up to that extra level. Like when the dragon first comes in, and you're like, "Holy crap, that, that's awesome!" That was cool. But and when you capture the dragon, like that's pretty yeah, cool too. Yeah. And just like those Wait, moments where the soul. No. The dragons. Oh, I haven't beat it. Oh, it's but not. Know, it's not that far. Into I know game. what you're talking about because I saw Anne Marie do it. Oh, okay. Wait, you capture a dragon? No. Do you mm. ride around on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But actually, they. this is off topic, but they mentioned that that might be Wait. one of the... That's my news. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> anyway, back to the... Uh, I wanted to bring this up. I, I think I told at least Dan and Will, uh, maybe you, Corey, that uh, Adam Sessler on G4 gave the game a 2.5 out of 5. Oh, yeah, you did say that. What did he say? Did He's he say why? He's a complete why? idiot, I feel like, on this one. I, I usually like Adam Sessler. Well, and I know read. that. That you like him, which yeah. is why I was like... Whoa. I like the guy, but I read the review. What'd you think? Uh, I think he's way off. Yeah. Like his cons, all right? Let me give you the pros and the cons. There's three of each that he wrote. Okay. The pros are excellent combat design. We'd all agree. Yeah. Yes. yeah absolutely. Interesting world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Then he says great story setup. And then in his cons, he says turgid storytelling. I, I kind of see what he means because it does have a real good setup. That's like 
what happens in the beginning of the That's game and the, the backstory. The, I was going to say the backstory, the stuff that was written by R.I. Salvatore, the whole lore yeah. of the game probably I, is okay. what he means. I would, I would agree that the setup is better than the actual story so sure. far, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put that that the story I wouldn't is a say problem. Was, I wouldn't that say was, was a huge focus of the article. I wouldn't it? say, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's, it's turgid. Right. He, bad, he said it was really, like, yeah, really bad. It's not that bad. And little variety in combat scenarios? Eh, I don't think so. I think that's him making there be little variety in his combat scenarios. It all depends on how you play your characters. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and distinct lack of polish, which I thought was complete bullshit. Yeah, I don't see that at all. He the- gave Skyrim a 5 out of 5, by the way. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I, how can you argue a game has a lack of polish when you're giving Skyrim a five out of five? Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's good. If, especially if he's going to use that as yeah. yeah a reason to not give it a better score. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. I would. I, yeah, I disagree with that. But um, I I did in one of my complaints I wrote that uh, it's not. There's still some bugs in it. Did you guys have any problem with? Bugs? I had one bug. I had one too. Do we want to share? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Yep. Well, I had a couple. Uh, well, one of them is just the camera sometimes. It yep. falls into the... Yeah, that's... That happened to me twice. That Once really bad, and I couldn't fix it. Yeah. I paused the game, and luckily it stopped. Right. But. Well, mine... Yeah, it's, sometimes it comes at a real bad time, too. I was in the middle of a battle. Yeah. Yep. And that's rough. Yeah. Because, uh, like you said, there's nothing you can do about nope. it unless you can give it a jolt in whatever direction yeah. it needs to go. Uh, the only you know, the other one I had was a quest bug, and uh. it's in... Dyden Hall? Dyden Hill? Dyden Hill. Dyden Hill. Um, this guy wants me to gather some reagents to make potions. Yeah. Tinder twig. And it won't stop. And it won't stop. It's not supposed to. Yeah, because you get money from it. Yeah, but sometimes he, like, it's it seems like, I don't know. I know. I mean, it's kind of weird the way it works. Yeah, yeah because you submit but, some stuff and then he doesn't want any more of it, and then he wants something else, so you give him that, and then he yeah. doesn't want any more of that, and it just like keeps cycling through. Well, yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. The tasks are different because they're, um, they're like repeating quests. It's I almost guess. like he not follows all up on that stuff, so no, he not all something different. Because I've done other, all the other ones I've done. Well, did you get the Freeman? Uh, bandit armband ones because that's re- I did get that I okay. haven't turned it in yet though okay that's that's repeating that's repeating and then there's another one in a different place okay it's, so that's repeating I guess but, I'm but off. I know what you mean it's kind of weird like it, it no it, it is it definitely do- weird it doesn't explain exactly what it wants you to do yeah um and I mean like sometimes I'll just give him potions and I'll get the money sometimes I'll just give him the reagents and mm-hmm. get the money sometimes I'll try to give him both and he doesn't want anything you know it, it that that I it's, know what you mean it's one of those it's things just weird where it's normal for people to want a wrap-up. Right. And then you don't get one. Yeah. Right. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, well, why the what? fuck am I not getting something from this <laughs> stupid How many quest? of these friggin' potions do How you need? How many Blazing Salve potions do you want, man? Yeah, he uses up on my Tinder twig. Yeah, which is hard <laughs> to find. It is hard to find. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Murdoch. That's his name. Do you have any other way. bugs? Uh, No. One of my quests randomly said I failed. I did fail one. Was it the one where you have to put the people in order? No. Okay. No. That's a cool quest, by the way. I know what you're talking about. Well, I just don't pay attention. (laughs) Well, I thought I had it. Well, you want to describe what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you you, there's like some some dignitaries, higher ups in the they were Fey, right? Yep. In In Nisa, yeah. Yeah, in Fey, the Fey's in Nisa, and there's a guy that has to put them. He wants you to help him find a certain order that all of there's five of them, I think. There's four. four. There's four. Four. A certain order to put them all in as they're walking to please all of them. Actually, I'm glad we brought this up because <laughs> I took this down as something I wanted to mention. There was a funny line 
that one of them says when you're asking him. Yes, I know you're Viscount about. Setter the Alsir, he says he likes watching Warlord Winery's backside travel. Yeah, because <laughs> she's cutie. And that's the one that I remembered, so yeah. I put him behind her. But, yeah, so I got the, the order wrong. Oh, it asks God. you, did you figure the order out? I got it wrong, and it says mission failed. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you have persuasion? Yeah, I failed it. Uh, I don't. I'm not very high in it. Oh, okay. I've put. Well, I don't want. We'll talk about our skills after. Yeah. But That's my main skill. So. Oh, see, mine's blacksmithing. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll get yeah, there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I I also did that one, but I I failed, but I reloaded. You did, and, and kept trying until I got it right. Did you? <laughs> did you just I keep just trying different combinations, yes. or did you? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I thought I had it. I had I two really of did. them. Because what happened was is I started that quest one playthrough, and then I finished it in another one, so I don't remember what the people said from before. And right. if you go talk to them again, they don't repeat what they said. So I just I knew, like, the order of two of them, uh-huh. and I just figured out where the other people fit into that. So, yeah, that was my thing. Did You You didn't do that one well because you just went yeah. through, right? I think I story. did, like – three or four side quests like in I one place. I feel bad that you That's went it? right through it. Yeah, well one yeah. was one was a uh entire uh faction. Right. I did an entire faction. Which faction? It's much later. I think I don't want to tell you. Unless Thank you, you. want to know. Just just say what the faction is. Uh it was the Winter Court okay. the ice ones. Oh, okay. That you get when you go to uh Kulakorn or whatever. Yeah, cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. Kulakorn. <laughs> Kulakorn. Yes, yeah, so I did I'm a, that. I'm almost to that point. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Okay. Um and then I, I did the <laughs> you know the the Bogart Bogarts the yeah. plague. Yeah. I went to the town and got the potions for them and went to the in place Diden Hill. Yeah, in Diden Hill and killed off all the giant like troll-like creatures cuz I wanted to cure that town. Because I kind of felt bad for the main yeah. guy who was trying to protect, and he was coughing, almost dead. Okay, oh. so I did that. Will, yeah, I He's stopped nice the main softy. story to nice help guy. him. You had bigger fish did to you, fry. Did and... you? Did you come across any bugs? Ah, uh, the camera, camera. They yeah. kept falling under the map. And... That that was honestly my only really com- complaint was that for the next game, they could improve on the camera. Yeah, since we've already confirmed they're making another one. Yes. When I did beat it, I was like, "There's going to be another one." Yeah. As soon as I beat it. Um, my bug, I was, there was, I was trying to track down a wandering quest giver and I caught up to them right as I got attacked and I froze. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't pause the game. I couldn't attack. I couldn't fight back. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. So I just, they just killed me off, but I only lost like three minutes worth of progress because Unlike Rage, Kingdoms of Amalur has a good autosave. Yeah. So. My it does auto, have a great My autosave auto didn't work very well. There are no. multiple times where I loaded off from the last time I saved and didn't have. Like, my autosave at one point was when I was level one. It glitched back to that. I just remembered that. Yeah, mine, mine did that before, too. And I was, oh, really? Yeah. And I was freaking out because I'm like, if I have to start over, I'm probably not going to well, I always save yeah. before I get off anyway, so I always load from that. Mm-hmm. Well, it was when I died, and it just went to oh. level one. I was like, yep. ah! That's what mine did. I haven't had that problem. Oh, man. But I've then, only died like twice, though, probably. I haven't died once. I think three or four. I die all the time. Really? Yeah. Three. Yeah. You yeah. get in over your head. Well, if, I mean, if you think about it, my abilities are half of what your guys are. That's at true. At the same level. That's true. That's you a good know? point, yeah. So. Okay. You want to get into skills? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Does anyone have a list? 
Uh, I'll bring it up. I don't okay. have a list. I, I, I pulled up the IGN wiki guide. So yeah, all the the what we've talked about so far are abilities. Uh, the combat abilities. Yeah, right? combat. We talked about combat. We talked about but, graphics. No, but uh, just comparing the combat abilities to the actual like skills, which are your crafting skills right. and your, right, your right, stealth, right, right, and right, right, right. you know they're not necessarily combat related. Right. R- real quick before we get into that, I just want to say, how are you guys doing with money? Good. I have a fortune. Yeah. yeah. Same here. All right. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. I hate having to fucking scrounge up coins. Well, that's when I play these games, I always think of a way to like game the system a little bit, yeah. and I always try and be like, "All right, what didn't they think that people are going to do?" And I try and do that. <laughs> and what I did was I was very careful with uh, putting my points into the the, abil- the skills that we're going to talk about because I wanted to be able to use the trainer in the yep. uh, the basic stage for all of them. I love that there's trainers. There is more yes. advanced trainers too. Yes. Oh, there are. Yes. So, yeah, I'm making sure I don't advance past the point where I can use a trainer for each level. Okay. Until I use the trainer, and then I advance past it. Right. Plus, I have, have like, 600,000 coins. So There are also skill books. Have you guys had those yet? I found one. I've gotten a couple. I found one I think I found two. I don't remember what they were for, though. All right, so the list of the skills. We're we're going to stop and talk about them one by one? You You want to do that? that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 All right, first of all, let's go in alphabetical. Alchemy. Potion making. Yeah. Right. You gather your reagents. There's tons of everywhere. Of, yeah, nodes to gather from They're all yeah. over. It'll just flash up in the main world and like when I'm They're just running like. by, I have no alchemy, but I'll just run by and press A to yeah. see if I get any. And we should say the higher your alchemy, the more chance you have of success successfully harvesting a reagent. Mm-hmm. So And one thing I also like that they did is um they made it easier for you to harvest the um ingredients for the health potions and the mana potions yeah so you can make them yourself which is huge and there's a lot of them yeah there's a ton of them and i i all times i keep 10 healing and 10 mana potions on me the ember eyes and the black cohosh yep yeah Mm -hmm. those are the ones it's a good way to save money by making your own oh yeah and the more points you have in your alchemy skill the more reagents you can use in your potions right which obviously will yield better results yeah for for your potions alchemy is actually the uh crafting skill that i've used the least I would uh, yeah. maybe Sagecraft, but I get more use out of my Sagecraft than I do my Alchemy. Right. I should say that. Yeah. I started off using a lot of Alchemy and not so much now. Yeah, I, me too. I mean, I find a lot of potions at this point. Right. And I don't use them that much. Yeah, so. same here. I really only use uh, health, experience, and mana, like what Corey said. Yeah. I have a yeah. healing spell, so yep. I don't need to. Me too. Oh, one more while we're talking about it. The uh, Do you guys use the Prism potions at all? No. Shadow Prism? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yes. Shadow Prism. I no, and I find them freaking everywhere, and I put them in my junk. I don't know if they'd be as good for you. They're good for my mage skill because what they do is you you use it, and it drops a potion that's on fire on the ground and explodes, and all the enemies go to it. Oh yeah, so that you get them lumped up, and then you can cast a spell out. I, I used I one one actually that would be helpful for me. Yeah, because I have a sweet ability now, where if I hold block and then use my my uh, bow, it does like a. How do you describe it? It shoots a bunch of arrows into the sky, and they all come raining down. Almost like a, like a mortar? Yeah, like a mortar of arrows, pretty much. That's cool. So that, that actually cool. would help. Yeah. Okay. Anything else with alchemy? Nope. Go ahead. Yeah. On the next one. Blacksmithing. Blacksmithing. Which is my favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, my favorite thing about it is that you can name your weapons, which... Yeah. That annoys the hell out Same of me. Same here. Tell them about your bow. Should I tell them about yes, my bow? Yes, you should tell them about your this bow. This is a little insensitive. No, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I want to get my edge back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So as we all know, we lost Whitney Houston this past week. Yeah. 
And I was showing a friend my my game, Amalur. He said he wanted to check it out. So I was playing it, and I, I made a new bow, which blacksmithing is what I've put most of my, my points into. It's my highest. I'm almost at the master level of blacksmithing. Um, so I'm making my, my weapon, and I'm thinking, well... Let me throw some ice in here, ice damage, and I'll name it Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. That's good. No, that's there's right. no, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, so Whitney priceless. Houston is my bow, yeah. and she kicks ass, man. It's not too soon for that. That's good. Wow. That's, yeah. She does like almost 80 damage. Wow. Wow. Dude, I'm making some that's nasty weapons, I'm telling you. Oh, we should say that uh, blacksmithing is, is <coughs> the, the only... Uh, crafting skill for equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can make mage, uh, rogue, warrior. Why does it stuff. annoy you that you can name it? Well, it's just because I I craft so like w- as soon as I go in because inventory is big for me too. So I've got the biggest inventory I can have right now because I just keep looking for backpacks. Yeah, to I've only found one. what's it up to. Mine's up to ninety. Okay, I'm at eighty. I have a hundred. Yeah. I didn't even find um, any backpacks. No, I just check every yeah. merchant. That's specifically what I look for. But what I do is when I get a bunch of stuff, I go back to Dyden Hall, go into the crafting hall because all the crafting Love stations the crafting are in hall. there. Yeah, it's good good place to hang out. What the crafting hall is is there's one specific in in Dyden Hill. There's one specific hall that has all crafting stations, right? Yeah, which is super convenient. And even uh, the house that you have, I, can you get more than one house? I, yes. I, yeah, I was under the impression you could. I only have one. The one I have. No blacksmith station. Yeah, what is with and that? And I've upgraded it all the way. That's one thing that pissed me off. Yeah, blacksmithing is the one thing that I do all the time, and I got an alchemy bench and a sagecraft yeah. bench. And he's like, "Oh, let me keep expanding your basement." And I'm like, "Can you put a freaking forge yeah. in there for me?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So what I do is I go to Dyden Hall and I go right to the blacksmith bench or forge or whatever, and I salvage all my equipment, which basically yep. is a way to take components from the equipment that you have and break them down to, into the components. Um, so I do that, and then I just make a bunch of items. I'm not sure if that gives me more money than if I were to just sell the items. I don't um, know, actually. But I think it does. Like, I've done some comparison things, and I think it gives me a little bit more. So that's what I do. So I just make a ton of items, and I have to keep naming them. There's no way to turn it off. Like, mm. I don't want to name them. I'm just going to sell them. Just at start, though. I mean, it's not. It. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, use, it's, use it's the not. auto name. It's, yeah. it's nitpicky, yeah. But, I mean, it's just annoying that I have to All hit right. those extra three buttons. Fair enough. Um... Uh, when you put your points into blacksmithing, it's kind of the same as alchemy. You can use more ingredients than what you make. Mm-hmm. And I'm just able to start using pristine because I got my sagecraft up to where that needs to be to use mm-hmm. the pristine uh, jewels. Are they called jewels? Yeah, gems. 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 The pristine gems to put into my weapons now. So I'm making some pretty sweet stuff. Nice. Yeah, I just got to that point too. Yeah. It's nice. I've been working towards it, Dan. I made a sweet robe not that long ago. Did you? With like 250 defense. Holy wow. crap. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. mine's at like 150. Mine, my robe is 140. Yeah, I wear a robe. That's it another is. thing that's good about being hybrid is you can pick and choose. Like I can wear right. all uh, finesse equipment as a mage, right? which mm-hmm. is awesome. Another cool. Which is a little bit higher in defense than mage stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, when you're making this stuff, the different um, ingredients, like if you have – greater sewing string or whatever they yeah. call it has different effects. Like it'll yep. give you a plus to your health or a plus to your mana. Or and it tells you that when you're making yeah, your thing. A, you can pick what you want to go in it. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. Like it lists them all for you right there. You can look and say, oh, well, I need more health, you know what right. I mean, or, or more you, experience bonus, yeah, whatever it may yeah. be. Or if you're you know making a staff that has fire right. damage, you can get a plus percentage to, to your fire. fire damage. Yeah. 
and that yeah it helps to just have it all right or there. you can make a staff if you so choose that has fire damage and ice damage yeah, yeah. you know whatever whatever yep. you want really whatever floats your boat yeah you get put as long your, as you have the components put your work in make your stuff and put it together and it's awesome i've i've loved using the weapons and all the armor that i've put together and yeah. oh man i made my my own fey blades too nice. they're they're called not gonna come to me but it's something <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> okay fey blades of vomit and lightning or something like that because <laughs> it's got poison damage <laughs> nice i like vomit it and lightning. yeah all right. Ooh. Okay. Next. So skill. we all like blacksmithing. Yeah, yes. blacksmithing's a good one. I haven't right. done any of it. Um, detect hidden, which mm-hmm. I think was it you, Dan, that uses it a lot. I mastered. Yes. Detect wow. hidden. Very Thank good. Thank I've you. gotten up to where you can see secret doors. Okay. And those are few and far between. Yes, they are. I've maybe come across four. Okay. Well, in my time. Yeah. But there's always good stuff behind them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's always a like a purple piece of equipment or. Like I have a quest that I have to round up like someone's notes and a lot of their their notes that they need to round it up are are in that. Really why I wanted to level it up is the last level in the detect hidden skill is uh reveals the lore stones on the local map. One of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah, the lore stones are great. Mine too. I wrote that in my notes. I'm yep. like, that's what makes a fantasy game. It's so great. Like, how... I get so excited when I see one yeah. run over and the Irish accent starts yeah. telling a little story. And there's like a little ukulele playing in the oh, background. Oh, so great. Yeah. And there's five in each area? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and once... then there's spring, summer, fall, yeah. and winter ones too. They're scattered throughout. Everywhere. Yeah. And then once you unlock... All five in each area, you get a permanent a bonus, bonus to your yeah. character. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're not being clear, they're basically just big stones out in the field that you activate, and by activating them, um, it's it's basically lore. It's part of a story. And you yeah. can replay all of them, mm-hmm. yeah. which is cool. Yeah, you go to your menu, and it'll mm-hmm. tell you which ones you have and which ones you need. And if you get uh, all of them in a set, you get permanent bonuses right. to your character. I've only got one permanent bonus right now. I don't even know if I have I have any. pretty much all of them in the... But because I have the ability, right, yeah. and I've spent a lot of time looking for them before I even had the ability. Dude, the yeah. stones are so cool. I love that. See, I wasn't even going to worry about it until I just got the – because I do detect hidden too. Yeah. Um, but I'm just waiting until I – It's also it. helpful because you can see all the chests that are in dungeons and stuff. You don't have to – you can spend a lot less time searching around That's stuff. Cool. Yeah, it, it reveals all the stuff on your mini-map. Yep. And it uh, raises – hid Yeah, raises the amount of gold that you get from the world. Yep. So. Um, well, the, what – what skills did you? Um, I did persuasion, sagecraft, and lock picking because I didn't feel like uh, picking all the locks, so I just wanted to do okay. auto. Auto. All right. I just wanted to make sure we weren't skipping over anything uh, that you. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, next one is dispelling. Cool mechanic, by the way. It is cool. I feel like the I'm really bad at it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. hard. I feel like the lock pick is kind of a ripoff of Skyrim. Yeah, it's super it's easy. Very easy. Yeah, it is pretty easy. Um, it's a little bit different. I know Will Will argued with me about it. Uh, but I feel like it's pretty much the exact same thing. That's the first thing I thought of, too. Yeah. Um, but that's all right. But the dispelling is the magic user's answer to lockpicking. Right. Uh, chests have spells on them, and you go into this little mini game, and what it is is it's a ring, and within that ring are symbols. Um, and Pur- you have to, Purple symbols yeah, or red symbols. Basically like a mini rhythm game that you play, and a circle goes around that ring, and you have to press the circle when it's over the little figures over the right thing that you want right. to click on to if you don't open open like, the chest the spell explodes on your ass and you get cursed, and you get cursed. Yep. yeah i got one where it killed me 
Did nice. you? Yeah. I, got, I came close. I had a spell the other day. I didn't even realize that I got cursed with this, but I opened up my uh, my skills tree. And they were all down. They were all down three points. Yeah, Because nice. I went to the blacksmithing station. I'm like, why can't I put a jewel in this? I don't understand what the yeah. hell's going on here. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, there's some nasty ones. Yeah, and, it, I mean, it's it's not a big deal, the curses. You just no. have to go to a healer. Right. But it's enough of an inconvenience oh, where yeah. you don't want to get uh-huh. those spell those curses casted on you by screwing up the dispel. Have well, you guys put points into dispelling at all? I have. No. I've I gotten either. two. I've visited two trainers, and I've put two points that's, into it from trainers. That's the only way I did it, too. But. I had a curse actually one time that lowered my or reduced my mana down to nothing. So really, and as a spellcaster, yeah, that's tough to deal with. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and I was in a dungeon. Was course. it the one where it slowly drains it? But yeah. like once it's gone, I mean, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, fuck I mean, it, I'm going when, with a hammer. Like when, <laughs> well, I had you know I have my staff and my chakrams, which are the the discs that you throw. Which I really want to use. use, I use the same exact pretty thing. cool. Yeah, but the, um. You know, just I guess when I had to fight someone that was kind of tough, I would just use a mana potion and cast spells real quick. That's how I that's how right. I dealt with it. That's cool. And it's like uh, I think it changes as you level up, but it's like two thousand gold to get the curses healed. Yeah, I've had some that are over over ten thousand. Oh, okay, but, Maybe but that's it's if depending you have, on your your gold inventory. And if you have multiple ones, like I've had. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. But um, I'm I mean like I'm level like thirty two I think so. At this point. Yeah. Okay. On to lock picking. Lock picking. Well, I only put it in there, like I said, just so I could press Y and auto unlock and be successful. Yeah. So you're master? I think I'm in master, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I found the lock pick. I didn't put any points in it because it's super easy. Yeah, yeah. It is super easy, yeah. It's just like Skyrim. Time consuming. You can't yeah. get, um, if for whatever reason you're having trouble picking the locks, you can get special lock picks. I don't remember what they're called. Prismere. Prismere. That's right. And they don't fail. Right. Like, it's just, just a, an automatic unlock. But, like it, I mean, it uses them up. Yeah. It's kind of like the skeleton key in Oblivion. But that's a good point, point though, Dan. It is time-consuming. It's kind of annoying. It is. Like, oh, I just got to do this again. I mean, it's easy, but it takes... Because there's chests everywhere. Yeah. It is kind of annoying. So I could see why, especially for somebody who's rushing through it to beat it, would benefit from right. quick picking them. Yeah. Oh yeah. As lazy as I am, I would rather put my points into other things. Yeah. And, <laughs> and pick the chest when I come across it. But maybe eventually. All right. Yeah. Eventually, those those extra points you're going to be racking up have to go somewhere. I know. Right. I know. Um, mercantile. Not so much. No. All Same that does here. is changes your buy and sell prices. Well, and like we've all said, we all have a lot of gold, and that hasn't been an issue. Right. Yeah. Because. The, first of all, the special weapons you get sell for a ton. Yeah. Um, the purples and Weapons and, and armor. And have, have you guys ever bought equipment? Yes. Yes. I did. Really? I yeah. pretty much did. I never... My weapons right now that I have, I bought. Now now that I'm high enough in blacksmithing, I probably won't. Yeah. But um, I did. I've bought a couple of, like, uh, rings, necklace, you know, some you accessories. Would. Oh, you would. Know, go <laughs> shopping. I bought a staff for, like, 400,000 gold. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, so did I. But I haven't, like, I haven't needed to replace it for a very long time. Yeah, I imagine so. not. <laughs> I think maybe we bought the same one, probably from the guy in R- Rothier. Yeah, the Pro- same one, probably. <laughs> well, and that's... I think it was Rothier, or was it Aiton? Aiton? I think it was Rothier. It might have been Rothier. I don't remember now. But do you know what elemental damage it does? <sighs> Lightning. Yep. It's probably the same. It <laughs> probably same is thing. the same one. Okay. Yeah, but that's the thing about mercantile. I just didn't think it was necessary. No, me neither. Because 
like I said, you, you've got plenty of gold. I think I have a point or two in it, but it's from training. Yeah. And as skill book. I got a skill book, oh, too. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mentioned earlier on that I wanted to make a very greedy character. And when I first started playing, I looked at Mercantile, and I'm like, yeah, that could be a pretty sweet ability. But really, if if money's your goal, you're probably better off putting points into something like blacksmithing yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, even uh, alchemy to save money on potions. Yeah. Corey, I, I want to ask you, do you loot like or steal a lot? Yeah. 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 Uh, How's that? Stealing? Yeah. It depends. I mean, as long as because uh, the way sneak works, it's also like Skyrim, where there's a little eye above everybody, and uh, it'll tell you to what extent they can see you. It'll be red if they can see you, and then it'll slowly fade down to nothing if they can't see you at all. It's and like, if you if you just wait for that to go down to nothing, you can steal without ever getting caught. And like if you open somebody's owned dresser or whatever. It'll tell you the percent chance next to it that you're going to get caught stealing it, yeah. which I really like. Yeah. yeah, and if if that sneak gauge is all the way down, it'll be zero. Right, right. So okay. Mm-hmm. Um, persuasion. Yeah, I put a lot of points into persuasion. Persuasion, I, I use also. I heard it opens up uh, new options on the interaction wheel when you're talking. Yep. Yeah, I do have a lot of chances to persuade someone one way or the other. Same okay. here. Yeah. Sometimes though, it it gives. A couple times I've went up to somebody I was supposed to fight and persuaded my way out of the fight, and then they just disappeared. And I'm like, that's kind of dumb. I'd yeah. rather just fight you and yeah. get the experience from you and get your equipment. So sometimes it kind of bugged me that I had that. But that quest we were talking about where you had to talk to the dignitaries to find oh, out what yeah, order yeah, they yeah. wanted to walk in, they all had – you could persuade them to tell you how they really feel. I got one out of four. Yeah, and they they gave you an extra tip towards uh-huh. choosing the right um, way to line them up. Yep. So, I mean, it is helpful for certain quests, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't know if I want to use Persuasion here. Yeah. You'd rather just kick some ass. Yeah. I mean, that's what the game's all about. Yeah. Fun. Well, part of my character is um, I, I'm very benevolent and a, a good character, but if someone crosses me, I'm very willing to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Same here, Dan. Yeah. I don't say I'm a good... Yeah, I, I've played a good character. I didn't want to, but I just have a hard time not... Yeah, I feel bad even yeah. for digital uh, characters. Me too. That. Corey. Um, I'm I'm playing evil. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, so a selfish character. I, I was going to say, to put it. not necessarily no. evil, but greedy. Right, yeah. There's been times where I've uh, murdered for a few extra <gasps> points. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, early on in the game, I had to steal something from one of the first monasteries, yep. and I couldn't get the guy to not see me, so I just killed him. Killed him off. Killed him. I know what you're talking about. He was about. a priest. Yep. You're sick. It was, it was the book. Yeah. For Sister Zelda. Yeah. 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 So I just killed him. <laughs> Didn't feel bad about it. Um, next one is Sagecraft, which is where you can combine jewels to make better jewels or more potent, like better quality. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm fairly high in Sagecrafting. Yeah. I, I use it quite a bit. I'm up there. I'm not quite to master level, but I'm probably three away from that. Yeah, you get you get shards of gems that you can right. combine Into, for. Yeah, there's like um, cloudy. There's yeah, there's lightning. There's ice. There's poison. There's fire. fire physical magic. Yep. Protection. Yep. Is that all of them? Mm-hmm. But you can combine them for different effects. Like uh, I want to say, lightning and poison combined for like an. Armor bonus? For, armor, armor bonus for utility gem, I think. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's the there's weapon armor and utility yep. slots in your armor and you can 
you know, make gems for right. the different slots. And then you can craft epic gems too, which I can craft epic gems that Ooh. go into uh, torso armor slots. Does it have to be like an epic slot though? I said something it has about to be that. an epic slot, yes. So you have to wait till you get equipment it's, that has. It's, yeah, it's usually in an armor slot. Also, you can put them in blacksmithing. Like I, I don't. I think when I made my robe, my two hundred and fifty armor armor yeah 250 armor robe yeah um i was able to put an epic gem in it oh, so nice yeah so you you can equip or uh create equipment that has with epic gems slots. in it yeah once you well no it doesn't have you just create it with the gem in it oh i see okay yeah neat once you get high enough in blacksmithing i don't know i don't know what i think that's mid-level i don't think that's even high level maybe okay. it's high level what's that blacksmithing to put gems in it yeah uh yeah it's mid-level mid-level yeah I th- that's what i thought because i didn't think i was in the master level nifty stuff yet the last one is stealth um i think that's my third highest but i haven't really had any problems sneaking around so i haven't been focusing too much on building it too high yeah i haven't done anything with stealth no no nope. oh well like i said i, I really liked to sneak up on people and, and stab them in the back. There's oh. nothing better than when those big oh. guys are walking around. Oh, yeah. And you can sneak up on them and jump on them. And, or I did one where I, like, slashed his ankles nice. and then did something. Achilles? Got him in yeah. the Achilles? Yeah, Achilles took him out. Oof, and nice. it's real nice if the enemies are staggered just right that you can sneak up yep. on all of them and kill them one by one without yep. any of them knowing you're there. Yeah. It's, so cool. it's really rewarding. I pretty much have to confront everything head on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a mage, you know, if I get... A bunch of guys hit me at the same time. It's kind of tough. Yeah. But. Did you use the shield of protection? No. Skill? No, you don't use that at all. I'm full on, like, attack. Yeah. Do you have the Mage. Tempest spell for lightning? Yeah. Awesome. My lightning and ice are all maxed out, yeah. and then my minion one is all maxed out, too. Ooh, you use as a well, minion? Yeah, as well as the heal one. Nice. The minion yeah. can can be really helpful because oh, it distracts helpful. enemies. Not only that, but at this point, I've leveled up the minion enough to when he attacks, I get health back. Oh, oh nice, cool. So, yeah, cool. Nice. Bitching, bitching. Is stealth good for anything else other than sneak? Well, stealing, stealing, sneak attacks. Yeah, I think that's it. That's probably about it. Yeah. Let's talk about some dislikes. I already mm. touched upon some of mine. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what did I say? You guys remember what I said? Camera. This is the camera, the bug, uh, the no wow moments. Um, you know what I wanted to see was a little more, there was, there was this point in the game where I was on a bridge and I had to kill, I think they were trolls or something like that. I was hunting down these trolls and it just so happened that I confronted the troll on the bridge and it was an entirely different experience because normally you're in a field and you're just fighting a bunch of guys in this yeah. open field and to me it was really fun and i'm like the game should do more of this and it made me think of like playing dungeons and dragons and stuff like the uh at the environment and the setup of the landscape has so much influence on the combat yeah and oh, I, yeah. I feel like a game like this could really benefit from that right but it doesn't take advantage of it as it often take, as it right, should right as often as it could right doesn't necessarily have to. I just said, yeah, it was just a, a cool moment for me to fight that troll head on as opposed to what I normally do, like right. try and sneak up on him and kill him. And instead, he's charging at me on the bridge and I can't go left or right. Yeah. So it was, Forward just, or back. It was just different. So, yeah, I felt like that, that could be implemented a little bit. Again, that's a nitpicky thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one problem I had early on was I do a bunch of quests in like around a town, but they were all separate. I never felt like I was working toward a bigger goal. 
and I never felt like I really accomplished anything because I was just doing these little things. That kind of changed a little bit when you go to like Canarock and you do the quest line and yeah. you end up getting a house. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it some other places, but I just feel like I want to work towards something. Yeah. I want to be rewarded for like doing all the quests in a certain area mm-hmm. in some way. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I don't personally have anything to complain about. Nothing? I I always struggle to find things that I don't like unless it's like a glaring thing. Right. So, yeah. Okay. If you, when you're done though, there's something I really do like. Absolutely. We'll talk um, about that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Will. Uh, I haven't really played it enough to really find something I didn't like. I guess okay. I just try to breathe through the main story. Right. There was one moment that I do want to bring up that was very Lord of the Rings-esque. It was when you have to protect a city. It was Helm's Deep all over that. Oh, nice. really? Yeah. And I had a feeling something like that was coming up just oh, from the story. It was, it was, it was pretty awesome. That's that cool. cool. You you don't go di- directly out on the battlefield. Though. That sucks. But like, it, did you have the, a big group with you fighting? Yeah, yeah. Because because I I remember in my storyline they told me that I'm gonna need help fighting and yeah to prepare okay. the armies it's, or whatever. It's still kind of maybe it's midway point of the game. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm kind of behind on the main story as mm-hmm. opposed to the side stuff that I've been doing. So, yeah, it was just cool. awesome when the large army comes yeah. up and then the archers all start shooting their bows. Loose. Like one, one started off, and then the rest all. Our was, arrows will blot out the sun. Exactly. Then we'll fight in the dark. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Notice Hopefully, you pick up on it. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't really find anything. Okay. Really. I'll be able to. Oh, I have one more, Dan. I forgot Go ahead. before no you. Problem. you um, the, when I first started out, my biggest complaint was I have OCD when you, I play these games, and I feel like I need to do everything. Yeah, that's and how I am too. T- starting out, I just feel like there's a little too much going on. There is a lot of stuff. With, with all the quests that you can get, and, uh, I mean, you find really? the lore stones and the shrines and all the different settlements. Like, I, I, it was just a little overwhelming at yeah. first. As it progressed, it kind of petered out a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, at first I thought it was, yeah. I never, it was a little overwhelming. Yeah, I never felt overwhelmed I didn't per either. se. No. And I tend to get But I know what you mean. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff to do. But right. I just, I mean, I almost look at it as a job. As is, I'm just going to hammer out some of these side quests. And Right. Well, I just got, like, I'd get one and I'd be like, oh, this sounds really cool. And then I'd grab another. Yeah. And the more I, get, the more I had, it diluted from the previous ones. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, you yeah. just get distracted. I, I, know, I know what you mean. Okay, my dislikes. Uh, lack of truly memorable characters. I didn't like. I, I have a hard time like remembering even any of the names other than Famoris Hughes, the gnome that you first meet. Well, that yeah. Lynn Shear. Who? Yeah, vaguely. Is that well, the Fey Elf? Yeah, that's the one when you go. Oh, yeah. at the very start, and she's in the room, yeah. and she's like, yeah. "Oh, I remember you. You're alive." Right, right. But like, maybe six months from now, oh. are you gonna remember? That character? Oh, probably not. No. Well, um, depends on you. Yeah, maybe you'll wait. I mean, I I still remember very deeply characters from Final Fantasy VI, Final yeah. Fantasy VII. Um, I feel like in this game, I probably won't remember any of the side characters. Yeah. You know, not long from now. Well, even like Star the Old Republic, I still remember characters. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. I I don't think the the characters are that memorable. That being said, it's not totally a negative. Um, the world is huge, and it's it would be hard to remember all the characters anyway. And so, I'm glad you brought that up because that's kind of where I differ from you guys as a gamer. That's just not important to me. Right. Mm-hmm. I like with Final Fantasy, you guys always talk about all the characters you remember. I literally that's why I had such a hard time coming up with my 
five favorite characters list. Right. Okay. Because that's just not important to me. Right. Okay. I, I just like to have fun playing. You're the game, on. You're right? on Team David Jaffe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I guess I am. Yeah. Man's a genius. Yeah. Twist the metal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, also, somewhat repetitive dungeon skins. A lot of them yeah. kind of look the same. Yeah, Even, they're they're set up differently, but they do kind of look the same a little bit. A lot of them, even so. like inns and stuff, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. It's like ah, this Which, looks familiar. At the, at the, I mean, at the same time, like if you're in the same area, you're kind of looking at the same architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, I it didn't bother me as much for the above ground stuff, but some of the like dungeons and stuff you go into yeah. there that look the same kind of kind of bug me, but. I don't know. It's not really about the dungeon crawling right. as much as it is about what's in the dungeon. And and yeah. They do a better job than, like, Dragon Age did with that. Like, Dragon yeah. Age recycled assets Dragon, like crazy. Yeah, Dragon Age was ridiculous. And, like, I I mean, this is kind of digging for negatives. Right, yeah. yeah. I shouldn't say it's it's a huge problem because it's really not. I don't even think about it most of the time because I'm not – I don't care what the dungeon looks like. I'm there to kill whatever's in there and take whatever's in there. A mm-hmm. dungeon's a dungeon. Yeah, exactly. So – that's not really a negative. You're there to rape and pillage. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about like the things that we really like about the game. I well, know you had one that you Corey, wanted to talk about. When Corey said that he was kind of getting overwhelmed, that's something that usually happens to me in a game like this and makes me stop playing it mm-hmm. or at least want to take a break like I did from Skyrim, and I yeah. usually just don't go back and play it like I did with Skyrim. Yeah. But that hasn't happened with this one. I think it's because it's not quite as open world as Skyrim. Right, I love yeah. that it's like slightly focused, pretty open world, but you can't just go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's more focused. I feel like than than other games like that, and mm-hmm. I love that. It's probably my favorite thing about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's the just, fact that it's set up like zones. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. We should yeah. have Eric try Dragon Age too. Yeah. Eric might like Dragon. He might Age like too. Dragon Age too. That's Maybe. off topic. I, I liked Dragon Age 2. Uh, it wasn't no good, or it uh, wasn't great. It yep. was average yeah. for me. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Dragon Age 2. <laughs> we'll talk about Dragon Age 2. But did Dragon you fe- feel the same way, though? Did I, did I like how it was interconnected, like, zones? Yeah, like, it's not just so open world that it's, like, you can just go anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, I guess it helped because it would have been even more overwhelming if it wasn't like that. For me, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm indifferent either way. Okay. how they set it up. I, I really liked it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know which one I prefer. Okay, I guess it just depends on the game. Mm-hmm. And for this game, it worked well what they did. So. Right. Okay. Who wants to go next for likes? Strong likes, I should say. Uh, I'll go. Well, I already talked about some of the quests that I really like. I like the way they do the quests. It's not simple. I mean, it's kind of a cliche to say like simple fetch quests. But it's there's always something different you're doing in a quest, and we talked about some of the cool stuff we did, like stole the relics and, yeah. and um, that that was another thing I think in Adam Sessler's review saying it was a bunch of fetch quests. It's not. No, I don't think so. It's it wasn't in there. All. No, it was. But okay, I, I don't. That's not. I, a, I don't yeah, feel no, that's, that's, that's not a valid. But yeah, that's at what, all. yeah. That's what I. I want, I'm starting to wonder if he even played it, especially <laughs> yeah, right? especially later on. Yeah. 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 Uh, one of my other favorite quests was I met this woman. I can't remember where it was. Woman. I was in some ruins, some woman, and she wanted to – see, I can't even – there was, like, this poem or something she wanted to reenact, and I had to kill antelopes. Yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did that. I yep. had to kill four antelopes and get the antelope, he- antelope heads, and then I had to mount them in the middle of these ruins. On so a this, pillar. On a pillar so this goblin would come 
and uh, I had to kill the goblin, of course. And because of my persuasion skills so high, I persuaded her to let me keep the relic. That me was, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, really, it's the little things, and that's what I mean by, like, there's no wow moment. Yeah. Um, it does a lot of things really well, but not a, not anything great. In your opinion, I mean, it, and I think it does a lot of things great. There's just nothing I can point to and say, "Now that's that's how it needs to." Except for the lore stones, I'm like, the lore stones are so great. It's like that's that's how you set the mood right there. Yeah. And oh, I it's thought that exactly was what it does. I it thought that was brilliant. How cool is it when you go to next to certain inns and you can start hearing like the little lutes playing? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, another huge thing I love is the menus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how they split the quests up in the menu. Like, it's main story. Here's your quest for your main story. Factions. Here's your faction quests. Yeah. Here's your side quests. Here's your tasks, which are kind of ongoing types of things. Yeah. Is there another one? No. No. no then but it's completed. completed. Yeah, but... completed. So it shows you all the ones you've done, but they split them up into separate categories, which is another reason I haven't gotten overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Skyrim, Skyrim was... Well, they had little, like, banners at the top of them that yeah. helped you decipher, but nobody... But it wasn't as clean, I didn't think. No, no it, was it wasn't. Not. I agree. No, no, and I Skyrim had the same problem where I just got distracted and it diluted from the thrust of uh-huh. whatever I was doing at any certain time until at the point I decided that I was just going to go through the main story. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, another thing with the menus is I love how you can compare new items to what you already have yes. on. Yes, yeah, yes. And then you can just equip it right from there. Yep. Yep. Or put it in your junk. Yeah. Oh, it's yep. great. That's perfect. Agreed. One moment I was one moment I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I was exploring somewhere and I was stealing from somebody's house or something like that. And there was this book called On Drink. Got it. And it was about alcohol. The what's the religion? Mitharu. Yeah. is their their religion in the game and uh it's basically the religious standpoint on alcohol. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Yeah, huh. there's there's a little stuff like that. Yeah. I, I found the same book and I grabbed it just cuz it was called on drink. on drink. And it makes so much sense because like they come up with this creation story and they have to justify this religion in the world and alcohol is one of those things that a lot of people have different Differing viewpoints on. Oh yeah. So for Mithar to establish their opinion on it, it's very I don't know. It's very religious, and it felt right. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to see if I can come across one of yeah. those. So that's cool. I, as an offshoot of that, like I think the lore and the lore. backstory is really good. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Makes you really respect what he did. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. R.A. Salvatore. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, great. And, uh, well, Ken Rolston, he was the one that was talking about um, – he's the uh, Oblivion lead designer, the really yeah. old guy that worked on this game. Uh, he was talking about – that whole idea of creating, having a creation story, and then uh, having that manifest in the game itself, like through the religion and stuff yeah. like that. So I could see that showing. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Any other strong likes, Corey? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. I'll probably think of some as yeah. somebody else is talking. Though. Well, go ahead. <laughs> as you guys said, uh, the, how the menus are set up, like with the quests and everything like that, and the lore stones. Another thing I really liked was just the spells. Like, I have a spell <laughs> where. It electrocutes them and stops them, and then, like, a fire meteor comes down, and then an ice spike comes down and just oh. nails them again. And for, like, Captain the, Planet. For, yeah, the, the tri-effect, and it was so <laughs> awesome. And that, just, like, how the magic spells are, like, I can make a ice kind of, I don't know how to even explain Pit? it. No, like, it makes, like, a tornado, but it's of tornado ice with spikes, ice, yeah. and it just homes to somebody and goes yeah. around and withers their health down. Yep. And just some of the spells are so cool. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I'm going to get kind of specific here with my 
like I, obviously I would agree with you guys on all the things you like about the game but I like that there's lots of different towns in the game I think one of my favorite things in a game is exploring new towns uh talking to their you know their the people in the town and getting getting quests and there's a lot of different like little towns big towns and then even there's a couple cities and in the game and I, I really like that yeah um which is one of my primary complaints about dragon age 2 is that there's only oh, yeah. one city that was rough yeah and even within that city there's not not a whole lot to do not a whole lot of variation right so i mean that's that's one of my my main things i think that's one of the things i like about skyrim and that's one of the things i like about the first dragon age game is the i like exploring new cities i think that's that's great. So. Yeah. I mean, the biggest city I've been to is Isa. And just judging by the map, it seems like there's much bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, there is. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, there is. What's everyone's favorite, like, city or town or whatever? You know what really bugs Speaking of which, you know what really bugged me? I hated Canarok. And, of course, that's the one they gave me the house in. I'm with you on that one. I was that like, was... I got it. This place is miserable. Yep. I barely spend any time in Canarok. Canarok sucks. Out of here. I do like my house, though. Yeah. I only go there to drop off... Uh, yellow set equipment okay yeah. that's all mm. i don't do anything else there yeah you're, you're right though cane rock sucks but i to like answer, to answer your question dyden hall i think dyden because hall. because of the crafting hall yeah i same like here i like admire just because of the which one's that it's in the plains are you in the plains parts yet probably no not. i am like this close to the plains. Yeah. oh yeah i did that's that's where i stopped playing was when i got okay. there admire admire is a really cool cool little city is that the one or where is it Aiton? it might be Aiton. at admire that i'm thinking of Eaton, Eton, is no. it the one that has the woman that needs you to get the the sales receipts or whatever? Because she screwed up. I don't know. Is that the city? I don't know. Or maybe you just haven't done that quest yet. I, I probably know. did. Oh, okay. But I just don't remember. Yeah. Because that was probably like twenty hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have like I think I have like forty four hours on my game. So. Nice. Yeah. But I can't stop playing it. No, me either. I love it. Well, I couldn't stop playing it either. Fantastic. Okay. Anything else? Anyone wants to add? I do have another one. Go for it. Um, we didn't get into the uh, Destiny cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. are really cool. Um, I can't remember if... I don't know. I don't have a good way to explain them. Do you? Anybody? Oof. I don't even know how they're used in the game. Are they... You, well, you they get are permanent the bon- bonuses. Yeah, they they're permanent bonuses. Yes. Okay. Well, Until yeah, you whichever one you have one. picked at the time, at any given time. Those bonuses are permanent to you then, until you pick a different one. Okay, and they it give, doesn't add on. You know what I mean? Right. It's not cumul- it's, cumulative. It's, right. I guess the best way to describe it would be it's because you're fateless. You it's kind of the path that you're choosing for yourself, right. and because of that, you choose these cards called what are they called? Destiny. Destiny. Cards. Destiny cards. Yeah, Destiny. And uh, depending on what you pick, it gives you certain bonuses. Okay. And they're they're broken up into. Divisions. There's the finesse, destiny cards. It's uh, no. It's broken up in fateless one, which is where you don't pick one, um, which is what you start as. Right. Then there's rogue. Is the there's different tiers of each of these. Oh, okay. So th- what about the ones you unlock? Yeah. Are those Th- that's you- like rogue is the starting point for the for, finesse. Yeah. Finesse. For there's how many tiers? There's six like, or seven. Yeah. There's six tiers for each one. So you start with Rogue, which is what I started at, and then once you put 11 points into your finesse skills, you can get up to, what's it called, Scout. 
And then from there, tier three is you put 29 points in, then you get to Hunter. Right. Um, and so forth. I think I made it to Ranger, which is 49 points of of uh, finesse. Pretty sure I'm a Ranger now. Um, yeah, but just for example, for Ranger, it gives me plus 17% to my ranged attack damage which with my bow. Plus 45% damage to resistance while dodging. Uh, plus 7% chance to critical hit, which is huge. I love the critical hit. It's yeah. big. Um, and plus 13% to piercing damage, which is great, too, because I use the bow a lot. Um, yeah, but so each class has their own. Yeah, and then there's ones you unlock, too. Which Do you, oh, pick, the, do you pick those, or are those permanent bonuses? No. You took... You're talking about you. You have okay. When you first start the game, you choose your religion card. Yeah. And the fateless one is it's that's the we get the experience bonus, and it says you create your own path. That's the one I picked. But then there's two other ones. That's different than what we're talking about now. What we're okay. talking about now are the ones you unlock through the skill trees. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What are the ones that you unlock from playing the game? Like you're talking about these right here, where with the little numbers next to them. No, I, no I don't think so. I think no? I know what you're talking about. I think you unlock one for like doing the house of it, finishing oh, the house of ballads. Those are what, permanent. Those are permanent. Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I've unlocked like six of those. Oh, maybe. What are those called? Twists of fate. Twists yeah. of fate. Oh, That's man. what I was looking okay. for. Thank you. Yeah, we'll get into those next. Okay. But yeah, so you get your destiny cards, and basically, when you put a certain amount of points into finesse, sorcery, or might, or any combination thereof. You can go to a new destiny. Right. Which is what I was, when I said I was a hybrid character, right. I was targeting the finesse and sorcery right. uh, destiny. destiny cards. And I think I needed eight points in the finesse tree and eight points in the sorcery tree to get the first, to unlock the first okay. card to get the, the benefits of, uh-huh. of both sorcery and finesse. I'm going to pull up real quick. Finesse and sorcery? Yes. Right. I think the first level was eight and then it was like 14. First and... one is six and it's the disciple. And then 14 is the Arcanist. Okay. Arcanist. And then 25 is Warlock. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I am now. Warlock. 25 into each. You need uh, 35 into each oh, for, for spell cloak. crying out loud. And basically all it is is it's a, a lesser version of the sorcery and finesse only cards. Right. But gives you more variety. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool, though. It's hard to explain. Yeah, you got to kind of experience it for yourself. It, but. It's one of those things that's hard to explain, but easy once you just yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you want to talk about the Twists of Fate? Yeah. All right. These are cards you get. I'm not really sure how you do them. I got a couple for pre-ordering the game. Did oh, you really? get some for pre-ordering? I think so. Huh. I probably did, too, and just didn't realize it. Because yeah. I have, like, five or six of them at this point. Did you guys get Shepard's Armor? New. Is that oh, one of the, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I did, oh, yeah, from Aspect 3. Because none of us are might. None of us are might. Figures. Like, for instance, I got a new Twist of Fate card for uh, completing one of the, uh, what are they called, the quest lines? Factions. Yeah, one of the faction quest lines, the House of Ballads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get one called Iconoclast, and it says, you forever change the songs of old by choosing to write your own history and become the new ruler of the House of Ballads. And it gives you... Certain bonuses. Yeah, that's the only one I unlocked. I have three. I, as I have five or six, probably at this yeah. point. I think I only have the Winter Court one. So you get the twist, the twist of fate cards, and those are permanent bonuses that do accumulate. You okay. don't lose any of those. Cool. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, another one that's kind of hard to explain that you need to see for yourself. Yeah. But really cool. Okay. 
Well, that's all we got for Kingdoms of Amalur, right? At least at this point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, would agree with that. I'll probably be talking about it next week, too. One, one more. Okay, go for it. The armor sets are really cool. Yes. If you find a complete set of armor, which they're yellow. Yeah. yeah. The name's in yellow. That's yeah. what I mean by that. Um, you find a complete set of armor. Like, there's one that I remember was the captain's armor. Um, and you, if you have all the pieces, or not even all the pieces... Yeah. The more pieces you have, the bigger bonus you get to right. your stats. Yeah. Diablo does that. Yep, too. Diablo. Yeah. Torchlight does that, too. Yeah. Okay. So another thing they take from somewhere else. And I remember when great. I found my first yellow item. I was exploring, and I wasn't supposed to find it. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly how I did, but I fell into this uh, open cavern into water. And I splashed down. There's a little island with a dead skeleton corpse there. And I looted it, and it was Dirge's boots. Did you guys find the Dirge's boots? No, I did not. I think no. I did. Yeah. I don't know, but it was a cool moment when I found it. I'm like, holy crap, that was awesome. Because I found it by mistake, and it was like just the way the they set it up. I don't yeah. know, it was cool. Huh. But anyway. Yeah, Very I think nice. that's all I've got. Yeah. Same here. But cool. a rousing round of thumbs up, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do definitely. We, do we want to give it a score? Like, a Do we want to hold off? Midway score, kind of? Yeah. Out of how many? Initial impressions, however you want to rank Corey, it. Corey, let's see. How many spicy pork rinds would you give it? A bag. A bag? A whole bag. A whole bag of spicy pork rinds is pretty satisfying. Eh, hmm. Depends on how you look at if it. If you're on a low-carb diet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 the way I was thinking about it was if this game came out last year, would it be my game of the year? I thought the same thing. Yeah. And, and I thought, yes. I think it probably would be for me, too. Yeah. As much as I like Dark Souls, I mean, it's definitely better than Skyrim oh, yeah. in a lot yeah. of ways. Oh, as, yeah. as great of a game as Skyrim is, Skyrim had enough problems where it's not as good as Amalur. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I'd put it in my game of the year. I think I, I would, too. too. Yeah. I so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to co- see what comes out the rest yep. of this year. It yeah. Is, it does have some pretty stiff competition. Yeah. At least from my standpoint. Yeah. With. Yeah. Game, games we'll talk about later, yeah. probably. Well, th- they're also saying it's 200 hours of gameplay if you do everything. And uh, yeah, anymore. I can't, I can't see myself getting into that 200 hours. But maybe if you unlock everything for every like different, you know, like if I play my sorcery character and they have like a might character and they have a finesse character, yeah. then I could see doing everything. But yeah. I've heard 70 to 80 hours is is to do everything to do all the side quests and stuff. Really? Yeah. It seems like it'd be a lot longer than that. Just be, for how little of the map I've explored. Yeah. Unless it speeds up, I don't know. I don't know. I'm at I'm at 43 hours, and I still have some side quests to do on this continent. I don't know how much stuff there is to do on the next one. There yeah. are a lot. Is there's there? a lot of quests that I passed. Do you over think another 40 or 50 hours worth? Probably. Oh, easily. There's a much bigger cities. Yeah. So. Okay. Probably not yeah. 200 hours, but I'll probably be over 100. Sweet. I would think when I finish my character. Wouldn't it be nice to have some semblance of multiplayer? Mm, it would be something. fun multiplayer. Co-op. It would be Co-op fun. would be great. Yeah. They did co-op in Fable 2 and 3. And you yeah. know what else I'd like to see is some sort of system wherein what you do with a previous character influences what you do with your next character. You know what I mean? Yeah. For all that time and effort you put into one character, I'd like to see that. I know you could show share your next character. stash chest. I oh, think. you can? I think so. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. At least I I think I read that somewhere, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we'll be right back with our feedback. Is that our next subject? Feedback and news, right? Feedback and news right after this.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 30 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. The song you heard during the break was another song by Butterfly T called There is Magic in Your... There's Magic in You. I was going to say Magic in Your Eyes, but <laughs> that, there's that's magic not in it. in your eyes if it's in anybody's eyes. Well, when I, when I wrote you, it looked like your, and I just thought maybe <laughs> I forgot to write the rest. Your handwriting but is famously poor. Awful. <laughs> it's awful. But, yeah, the song is uh, by Butterfly T called There's Magic in You. So before we get into our news, we have a, a little bit of feedback that we'll get into. The first piece of feedback is from Matthew Gray uh, via Facebook. He says, Metal Gear Solid series has the stupidest plot lines, but I do like Peace Walker. It's actually normal. Mm-hmm. I, I actually commented on that yeah. um, because I think I am the lone Metal Gear Solid voice. I played the first one for PlayStation, but that was it. You liked it, though, right? I did. It was a cool game, yeah, but I, I don't remember too. anything about it. Right. I can't remember much about the story. I do remember there being a lot of crazy stuff, and I feel like, uh, I don't know if this is what he means, but if they got rid of some of that crazy crap, it might be a little more, it might be easier to swallow. You because mean, it can be it can be a, a fantastic, like, special ops. It's supposed to be, like, realistic, but there's some, like, really crazy stuff like you said, crazy stuff that happens that takes you out of the story because yeah. it doesn't feel realistic. Right. And I mean, I guess that's kind of Japan for you. Um, yeah. Cause Konami. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. We should know these things, but we don't. Um, well, I don't play them. We so. make no right. apologies. Well, I don't. Uh, th- I, yeah, that's, exa- you're, you're right on with that. And I don't know if that's exactly what he means, but I can see where he would say that they do seem a little plot lines are kind of crappy. Yeah. Great gameplay. Yeah. Um, but I, as I as I said to him, I've only played Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid 4. Right. Although I think I heard today Metal Gear Solid 5 is going to be out in 2014. Ooh. Wow. Two years. Yes. Seems like yeah. a long time. <clears throat> but I never played not. Peace Walker, so I can't comment on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next piece of feedback is also from Matthew Gray via Facebook. He said, I was thinking how the 3DS could be such a great indie platform. The eShop is a great way to distribute games like Super Meat Boy, Dust Force, and Bastion. I've bought just about every indie game on the 3DS, and I love playing them on that system. Consoles like Xbox for me are where I want to play the AAA games, but the 3DS could have a competitive advantage by getting indie games quickly. I think it would sell more 3DS systems if people saw it as a great way to play indie games. I would love to know what you guys think about this. Hmm. Yeah. Corey? Well, I already posted my opinion, sort of. Oh, did you? Give it again. Oh, yeah. You you <laughs> posted as the Thumbstick Athletes. I did. I spoke for all of us by okay. saying, what did I say? You said, great, though. Possibly similar to what <laughs> iOS does for indie games. We all know how hmm. successful that platform has been. We'll touch on it in the next episode. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what's going on in the mobile marketplace and how successful that is relative to dwindling sales um on the consoles i forget where i'm going with this oh yeah the, like the 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 gaming industry has moved towards independent because of something like the ios and the only other games that are you know kind of staying afloat are the triple a blockbuster games that yeah. every studio might have one of maybe not um so if the 3ds could embrace that it could be what the iPhone is to indie games yeah. for Nintendo. Yeah. And someone like me would rather play the game on, you know, the 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 indie games on Xbox or 3DS or Wii than I would on a mobile phone. Exactly. Because I don't like games on I I just don't think mm-hmm. uh, 
mobile phone unless it gets its own control and better battery life right you know controller system and better battery life i don't think it's a great gaming platform mm-hmm. i agree completely with yeah, that. yeah me too yeah no I, I concur and uh sorry go ahead are you done yeah go ahead i forgot what i was gonna say oh. <laughs> again yeah yeah i i i mean i agree i think i think i probably would have a 3ds if i could afford it um but i can't but i would love to play indie games on that on that sort yeah. of thing as opposed to on my cell phone I mean, I do. I have the benefit of having Xbox Live on my cell phone. I can get achievements for the games that I play, mm-hmm. um, as long as they're Xbox Live compatible games. That being said, the games that are not Xbox com- Xbox Live compatible, I wouldn't even consider really. Right. So on my particular yeah phone. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Um, if you ask Nintendo, they'll tell you their competitor isn't Microsoft or Sony; it's Apple. Apple, and yeah. I think for that very reason. Well, yeah, and I wanted to talk about the PlayStation Vita. Thank you. I was hoping you would because I don't know anything about it. Um, I think they're really putting a lot of money into marketing because I don't think they – they think at this point it's going to do very well. They don't think it's going to do well. I don't think so. I mean, do you? Uh, Because if if they thought it was going to do well on its own based on its own merits, I don't think they – I think I just read that they're spending $50 million on advertising. Yeah. For it. Wow. Like, I don't think they'd need to do that if they thought right. it was going to sell well on its own merits. Well, I can't really put that number in perspective. I don't know what... What it costs. What it, yeah, what kind of advertising costs are normal or whatever. But I just know that it is selling poorly in Japan. It sold worse um, in Japan than the 3DS did when the hmm. 3DS launched in Japan. Yeah. Which is saying something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just... I don't know. It's tough to say what's going to happen with the whole mobile... Uh, handheld gaming market because of the iPhone and indie games. And, yeah. I don't know. And uh, Tim Schafer with the Double Fine thing, they yeah. raised $1.7 million so far on Kickstarter to make a game. I yeah. mean, if that's how it's going to be, who needs Nintendo and, you know? Yeah, the big the big guns. Right. Especially if you can release those on PC and not even worry about a console or handheld port. Right. You sell them on PC and yeah. you have a lot less to worry about there, you yeah. know? I, I agree. But I, no, just getting back to what he said, I think that's a great point. I think if Nintendo would embrace something like that, they might probably would sell, yeah, benefit. sell better. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I mean, I'm, I've recently got into the indie and Xbox Live game thing, and yeah. there's some pretty when amazing stuff. You find stuff a good on there. one, they're really cool. Yeah. There's, uh, I, I just think of Limbo. I know Corey yeah, wrote a review on it. Limbo is fantastic. Yeah. It's the, the problem though is is I'd never take my chances on any of those games. I'd yeah. never buy it unless I heard that it's awesome. Right. I'm with you there. Or or was able to try a demo right. and really like and it. And a lot of time that I mean I guess it's good because a lot of times that doesn't happen unless the game is really good and you know word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth spreads it around. Yeah. So Okay. Very nice. Okay, I think that's it via Facebook. Feedback. We have a quick piece of Twitter feedback. From multi-directional, so I forgot to meant forgot to say my game of the year, Dead Space Two. Didn't see that coming, did you? Booyah! I didn't see it coming. No, I didn't play Dead Space or Dead Space Two, so I don't. I like. I don't. I heard they're I, really I, scary. I've heard they're scary, and I've heard they're good, <laughs> but I haven't really heard anything. Other I was just thinking to myself, them. what do I know about those games? <laughs> and I couldn't come up with anything. I know they're space-based, like on a ship yeah it's like thing. science fiction it's a science fiction and there's first dead person people shooter. in it oh you know what i watched netflix has uh animated yep uh 
little bit, like 45 yeah. minute show. Yeah. Dead Space. Yep. I watched like the first 10 minutes of it's it. It's supposed to be like a prequel to the game, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe. Hmm. Not 100% sure. I could see where that would they be. They cool. seem cool. Yeah. I, would, I would play them. I probably wouldn't buy them, but I, it, I would you know play it if someone had it and it, I could borrow it. Like that pick. It's Bill, different. Bill and Jeff yeah. are Dead Space fans. Are they? Yeah. Is it like okay. marrying sci fi with zombies or something? Or like. Space it's more ghosty than Ghost. zombies. I'm be completely wrong though. No idea. Should, we should play them. Yeah, that I should agree. be on my games I, to play list. Pro- probably at least the first one's cheap now. Eric, yeah. see if you can. F- I already working on. Oh, nice. See if you can call it up ahead. on Amazon. I'm a way better intern than Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> he especially, rarely shows up. I was up. gonna say, especially since Tyler's not for, even here. For some reason, I always confuse Dead Space with Lost Planet. Oh, okay. Totally Lost different. Planet's different. Yeah. Okay. Dead Space Platinum Hits Edition, which I'm assuming is all the DLC. Is uh, twenty two ninety eight right now on Amazon? The first one for yep. PS three, okay. uh, Xbox. What kind of ratings did that game get? Good ratings. Uh, it's got four and a half on here. On is that Amazon? Yeah, I'll look at the other ones. Dead, um, Dead Space two. Dead Space two for PS three right now is twenty seven ninety nine. Okay. Huh. So once it gets into the like fourteen fifteen dollar <laughs> range, that's probably when I would pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, uh, multidirectional. If you could keep an eye on that for us. Let us know when it gets down there, and we'll. Once it gets down to indie game price, <laughs> then we're in. No, I'm I have just, like they, they're good games. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. I have like five or six games that are in between like ten and fifteen dollars on my Amazon list. That so they're shooters. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. Kinda, yeah. De- uh, third person survival Sur- survival horror. horror. Oh, okay. Um, Dead Space for a 360 got an eight point seven on IGN, and it got a nine for Dead Space Two. Right. One yeah. of my friends really loved all the games, so good stuff. Solid. I want to say maybe co-op uh, involved. Beats me. Because Bill and Jeff are usually really into those co-op games. But I don't know. I might be wrong. Whatever. Cool. Who knows? Okay. All right. Like, I, edit, editor's Choice it actually got Dead Space 2, did Yeah. All right. On to news. Who wants to go first with news? I like to go first to get it over with, but okay. if somebody wants to go... Go ahead. Of course. All I'll, go, I'll go after you. <laughs> I'll go after you, Dan. Okay. Will your last. We'll Ugh. bring up the rear. <laughs> Great. All right. Actually, mine's, mine's a pretty easy one to talk about. Usually, I get over, over my head trying to talk about these things. Uh, this one is titled Final Fantasy XIII 2 Bombing in Japan, and this is written by Heath Hinman from Gaming Revolution. Uh, he writes that only the game only sold half a million in the first week, which... For most games, you'd be like, that's pretty good, half a million. Uh, not the case for Final Fantasy. That's only a third of the amount sold for the original Final Fantasy Thirteen. And to talk about the only other Square Enix direct sequel, Final Fantasy Ten Two, sold 1.5 million copies in its wow. first week. So it did even worse than Ten Two. Huge difference. Um, so Heath writes, things get worse for Square Enix when, when one considers that 13.2 is supposed to be a game kept interesting in the long term with frequent DLC updates. This does not stop people from trading the sucker in even a mere two or three weeks after its launch, however, which I traded mine in already uh, as soon as I beat it. I thought to myself, and I had been, I started playing Kingdoms of Amalur, and I'm like, I can, you know, peter out what I can out of this, which I'm not really having all that much fun with. Or I can just play Kings of Amalur. So I was like, all right, trade in. Got Done. 41 bucks for it. Yeah, you can't That's beat that. Good, yeah. And use that 41 bucks to buy Rocksmith. Oh. Um, which was only 50 bucks. So I only spent Goddamn like nine genius, bucks. Corey. Really? Okay. That's why I trade games in, guys. Smart you get them in quick enough and you get 41 bucks for them. Yeah, but that goes against my new policy of not trading in games. What if you don't like them, though? 
So, I like all the ones I've got right now. Okay. Anyway, I'll continue the quote. <laughs> Sales were well under half of what Square Enix expected. The price has fallen like a rock, and trade-ins are rampant. From the looks of things, Final Fantasy thirteen two isn't the comeback Square Enix was hoping for. And there's a, a photo of him at his local game store holding up. And I think he lives in Japan because there was Japanese writing on the walls there. Um, holding sense. up five games of Final Fantasy thirteen two at that one store. So... Do you think even Japan's getting kind of sick of the JRPG formula? I'm not sure. I, that's one of the things I wanted to ask, uh, specifically you, Dan, and, and Will. What what do you think Final Fantasy can do to save itself if that's the problem? I mean, 14 came out and did absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the worst MMORPG of all time. Yeah. Maybe not that bad, but bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Um, although I've been reading a lot of, just because I'm interested in Final Fantasy, I've been reading a lot of the literature that's passed down from Square Enix, and I guess they're dedicated to making it a playable game. They still haven't charged people a monthly fee yet. They're dedicated to making a playable game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds bad, but... Shouldn't they have already does, been dedicated to making that? They just now announced they're going to start charging people in, like, September or November or something like that. Okay. Well, at least at least they realize. But like, how can you release such a piece of crap? Is my question. I don't know. Apparently, the team that developed it has been whisked away, sacked. Yeah, (laughs) they've just been sacked. (laughs) Hmm. Well, uh, see, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you can first of all release such a piece of garbage, right? And then I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know that there's any hope at this point for Square Enix, right? Final Fantasy series, yeah. I really don't. They should just give it up. They should come out with a totally new game. Drop the Final Fantasy name, Dan. Dan you have right? to. It's Corey, do you want to see its good name get dragged through the shit storm that it's being drugged through right now? That's a good point. Really? Yes. Since Final Fantasy Seven. You do. <laughs> since Final Fantasy Seven, has there been any worth playing? That was uh, well, seven I've, titles I haven't, ago. I haven't played ten. I'm hoping eight is. And I haven't played twelve. I'm get, I'll get into that later. Final Fantasy eight. Yeah, I'll get into that later. Okay. Uh, ten and twelve. I haven't played. Right. Heard they're great games, especially 10-2. I've heard 10-2 is awesome for a sequel. Yeah. Uh, haven't played them. But I, I, I don't know. I guess, like, they're never going to get back to the, the games of old. And a lot of that is nostalgia. It's not their fault. Yeah, that's um, true. People have, you know, a... I don't know, because, like, part of me wants to say, well, if they just did a real nice Final Fantasy VI remake... Or something like that. They like, would ruin it, though. Yeah, that's the fear. See, I don't know if they would, because their game design is very elegant, and I, I don't think what they make is, like, crap. It's just not fitting for me. Today's gamer. Yeah, it's not Today's right. Western gamer. Especially today's Western gamer. Right, because we're, we're, we have games like Fallout and mm-hmm. Mass Effect and Skyrim and right. stuff like that. That's the type of game we like to play yeah. as as Western gamers. And Bioshock and Uncharted. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I find this hard. Star Wars. It's hard. Star Wars. Because Star Wars. it's I, super sweet. Sorry. I started playing Final Fantasy VII just this weekend, and I'm loving that game unbelievably. Yeah. It doesn't matter that like if I'm not playing a game that's like Mass Effect or Fallout. Right. I don't know. I just find it. Hard well, it, that people because it was a really good game and it was compelling. I mean, because I, I, I haven't I haven't played thirteen, so I can't speak. But it's just hard to believe that these games have fallen so far. Yeah. And somebody wrote that final. Uh, I was reading the comments. Somebody wrote that Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy series, has dropped gameplay in favor of story a long time ago. And I think that's a good point because Japanese games 
uh, especially Japanese RPG. I shouldn't say Japanese games because a lot of Japanese games have great gameplay. But Japanese Dark RPGs, Souls. yeah, Japanese RPGs, um, specifically JRPGs, yeah. uh, like turn-based combat and stuff, they're more focused on story and characters and stuff. But and, I, but even that, like, they, I, I don't feel like the, the at least the ones I've played recently haven't had that good a story or characters. Uh, I don't know. It, it feels like a extended anime to me, really. Yeah, because I, the, I think the last one I played was Blue Dragon. Right. Which was awful. Okay. Was um, it a JRPG, though? Yeah. Like, turn-based oh, yeah. combat? And... Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Which I like that kind of game. Right. But the characters were terrible. I didn't mm. like any of the characters, and the story was just not good. Okay. Not good at all. Yeah. Um, that being said, I have a few, I was saying my Amazon list with games between 10 and $15, I have a few JRPGs on there that I'm interested in trying, but I, I'm, I'm kind of fr- I'm afraid I would rather, you know, put two of those together and get, I would get Fallout 3 again, yeah. you know, yeah. a game like that, or, or even New Vegas, as buggy as that was, I right. would want to play through New Vegas again, rather than point. try those new games, you know. Right. And Well, a lot of the times, uh, I was just thinking of this now, when you listed off all those games, all those games you listed, you're making your own character. Right. And these games, they have the character for you. Which, I'm fine it's with weird. that. No, I, I don't know. know if I'm, I don't, maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to put your well as I said before it's hard to put yourself you know in that in, in, in the character in the in yeah. the position of the character if mm-hmm. it's completely someone else you know right. whereas when you know when we make a character in Skyrim or Kingdoms of Amalur or even Mass Effect even though it's Commander Shepard you still are putting yourself into that character right especially with the the Paragon and right. Rebel exactly so, so maybe that's part of it yeah. and maybe maybe Western gaming at this point is is its own thing. You know, as opposed for to the Eastern birds. gaming, you know, back in the day, we only had the JRPGs really in the, sure. in the Western games sure. other than some sports well, games. In, as I mentioned before, it's easier to uh, role play a character that you You've can't made. see up close. Yeah. yeah. You know, because with graphics and stuff nowadays, what you see is what you get, whereas yeah. we got to use our imaginations a lot more in those old right. games. Yeah. Like Final, I think of Final Fantasy VI yeah. because it's my favorite game of all time. Right. Um, yeah. It's all sprites, but I a game like that too is uh, the story is mm. fantastic. Yeah, you know? no, that's true. Characters are fantastic, but part of it is you putting your own spin on the characters because, as you said, you don't really see them that well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that could be part of it too. So you're saying Square Enix needs a miracle? I think so. Yeah, at this point, that's too bad. Yeah, uh-huh. that's sad. I played Final Fantasy XI mm-hmm. for a day, maybe two days. Yeah awful and i like mmorpgs right so pretty bad all right well you'll have to you'll have to demo when you get your new pc demo uh 14 for us <sighs> only if they have a free trial i don't know if it's still free to you have to pay for it but it's i'm not buying the game. They, they'll probably have a trial or something from what i hear they've done a really good job like they've they've turned a new leaf yeah. already so i don't know okay. it'll be interesting to see by the way i think i saw today square enix moved to india their headquarters. Oh yeah, I think I saw that. Getting out of Dodge. <laughs> they, they don't want to be bombed in, in Japan <laughs> for, for making bad games. <laughs> not that, not that I'm implying that you think Final Fantasy 13 2 was bad. But uh, I'm going to talk about it because right. I played it a right. lot. Right, exactly. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll discuss it. Okay, I'll go next with my story. Uh, my story is from Destructoid. You finished everything you wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. My for my story is from Destructoid. dot com, uh, entitled "Skyrim Wins Big at Annual Interactive Achievement Awards." Uh, this is by Maurice Tan. 
Uh, the Academy of Interactive Arts and Science handed out the annual Interactive Achievement Awards at DICE last night. So this is from a few days ago. And saw the Elder Scrolls Skyrim as a big winner. It took home the, the IAA for Game of the Year as well as being awarded for Outstanding Achievements in Story, Game Direction, Gameplay Engineering, and Role-Playing Game. So I'm just going to go over some of the winners and some of the nominees for the different categories. Um, Outstanding Achievement in Original Music Composition. The winner, Portal 2. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fantastic game. <laughs> game sucks. Uh, the other nominees were L.A. Noir. Little Big Planet 2, Uncharted 3, and Infamous 2. Outstanding achievement in sound design. Battlefield 3 was the winner. Great yeah. sound effects that's in good, that game. That's I'm a think, good choice. When we talked about that, I think that was one of my favorite things. That it I was. About it game. was, absolutely. Uh, some of the nominees were Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, L.A. Noir, Need for Speed the Run, and Uncharted 3. Did I hear Call of Duty? Yeah. You did hear Call of Duty, yes. Uh, outstanding achievement in story. Uh, winner was Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Nominees were Bastion, L.A. Noir, Portal 2, and Uncharted 3. Outstanding character performance. The winner, Portal 2. <laughs> Wheatley. Yeah. Wheatley's awesome. Wheatley's a piece of shit. <laughs> the nominees were Deus Ex Human Revolution's Adam Jensen, yeah. L.A. Noir's Cole Phelps, yeah. Uncharted 3's Nathan Drake, and yeah. Uncharted 3's Victor Sullivan. I would have given it to... Deus Ex before I gave it to the Deus shit Portal. Ex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think Portal 2 was my game of the year. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's my I will try it at some point. <laughs> really? Over Call of Duty? Yeah, Call of Duty's far better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, downloadable game of the year. The winner was Bastion. Yes. Nice. Nominees were Drawn, Trail of Shadows, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, Ms. Splosion Man, and Orcs Must Die. Hmm. Uh, casual Game of the Year. The winner was Fruit Ninja Connect, which I wanted, I have – there's Fruit Ninja available for the Windows phone. I've been thinking about trying it. but yeah. The nominees were Tiny Wings, Jetpack Joyride, Monsters Ate My Condo, and Where's My Water? Tiny Wings amazing. Is it? I like it. Okay. Not much to it. It's just fun to fly. All right. Uh, social networking game of the year. The winner was The Sims Social. Not familiar with that at all. No. The nominees were Army Attack, Castleville, Gardens of Time, and Triple Town. The Sims Social is just The Sims on Facebook. Is it? Yeah. Bazinga? No. No, it's... Playfish, yeah, Electronic Arts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that at all. Uh, role-playing slash massively multiplayer game of the year. The winner was Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Nominees were Dark Souls, Deus Ex, Human mm. Revolution, Star Wars The Old Republic, and The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings. That's that's some good company right there, that list. Witcher 2 is coming off for 360. Yes, it is. Uh, May? I'll or is it April? Let me look, Dan. I'm, I'm interested in that because I actually have the first one for PC, which I tried to play on my computer for a little while, and it ran meh okay but once i get my new one i already have that game purchased so i can just play it witcher 2 april 17th april okay that's good though because i'll probably be done with mass effect 3 at that point hopefully (laughs) uh outstanding outstanding innovation in gaming the winner was skylander spiral's adventure nice yeah uh well earned is that a ps3 game i think it's any system ps3 xbox 
Not we though. I almost I was between that and Rocksmith when I had my money. My wife actually I meant to talk about this on our Valentine's Day episode, but my wife at work they had like a a basket raffle type of thing at work where you you know you make a basket and then you buy tickets to put in other yeah. people's baskets. Well, she put some in for a GameStop gift card and she won the GameStop gift card. Oh, nice! So she's gonna get Skylanders. Skylanders. Oh, that's awesome. awesome! Yeah. Uh, I, I was gonna suggest we should split it, Corey. Yeah, but if Val's gonna get it, yeah, 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 she is. It's probably fairly cheap at this point. It is. It's uh, right now forty. The start, the, four, go ahead. The starter kit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Forty-seven dollars on Amazon. Good. Okay. So that's not bad. And that comes with your little guys too. Yeah. How See, many of them? Four. Say? Three. Character pack. I think it's three or four. Starter pack. I think four. Uh, Maybe it doesn't say immediately. They don't want you to know. Go ahead, Dave. I'll find it. <laughs> that won the Outstanding Innovation in Gaming. The nominees were Bastion, Alley Noir, Portal 2, and the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Oh, what's the what's what was the name of the award? Outstanding Innovation in Gaming. Innovation. What's yeah. the innovation in Skyrim? Uh the same thing Oblivion. I did. Yeah. <laughs> but but well, <laughs> the same thing Morrowind. Better did. better graphically. <laughs> I guess the see the thing that impresses me about Skyrim is the, all the different things that are working together in the game. You know, it's a very complex game. Yeah, very. Yeah, complex. I would agree with that. Three, Three Skylanders, Skylanders, okay. Spyro, Trigger Happy, and Gilgrunt. Oh, let's get this game. And then you can buy packs <laughs> with different characters that do different things. Yeah, I want them to have like packs that you have to like win at tournaments and stuff. So you only have. Well, we'll never win them though. Yeah, but it'd be cool to have that. That would be cool. <laughs> that stigma, you know. Let's get this game. <laughs> I'd love to. I should have gotten it. I don't want to play guitar. It's stupid. <laughs> Guitars for losers. Send it back. I want to run around and save dragons. Uh, I'll, oh, no. Sports game of the year. Hey, it better be FIFA, Dan. Winner, they, winners, FIFA 12. say they lose all credibility. The nominees were Madden NFL 12, MLB 11 The Show, NBA 2K12, and NBA Jam on Fire Edition. Yep. Glad to see NHL. Yeah, NHL didn't even make it. That's good. That yeah. makes me very happy. Agreed. Uh, racing game of the year. The winner was Forza Motorsport 4. Yeah. yeah. The nominees work. were Mario Kart 7 and Real Racing 2 HD. Yeah. Slim year. Slim pickings for racing games, eh? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Just wait till little Big, big Planet Karting comes out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fighting game of the year. The winner was Mortal Kombat. The yeah. nominees were Fight Night Champion, King of Fighters 13, or X3. I don't know. <laughs> XIII 13. Cross 3. Yeah. Uh, Super Super Street Fighter Four 3D Edition and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom, which I've always wanted to play. Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah, yeah, me too, because I like the Marvel superheroes. Uh, Strategy Simulation Game of the Year. The winner was Orcs Must Die. The nominees were Iron Brigade, Brigade, Total War Shogun Two, Toy Soldiers Cold War, and Warhammer Forty Thousand Dawn of War Two. Got a few. Wow, there's a lot of these. A few more. Uh, mobile game of the year, Infinity Blade 2. Nominees were Contre Jour, Dead Space, Tentacles, and The Dark Meadow. Handheld game of the year, the winner was Super Mario 3D Land. Nominees were Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, Kirby Mass Attack, Mario Kart 7, Professor Layton, and The Last Spectre. The Avenger game of the year was Batman Arkham City. Nominees, nominees were L.A. Noir, Portal 2, Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword, and Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. 
Uh, outstanding achievement in online gameplay. The winner was Star Wars The Old Republic. Nominees were Battlefield 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Gears of War 3. I was say that better be on there. Little Big Planet 2. That's pretty That's pretty big. What was big the ad. award? Innovation in multiplayer? Outstanding achievement in online gameplay. Dark nice. Souls wasn't on there? No. No, it was not. No respect, Corey. No respect? No nah. respect. It's because it's Japanese, isn't it? That's why. It's got to be why. No, I think it's American Interactive Entertainment <laughs> Awards. Outstanding Achievement in Connectivity. Winner was Portal 2. Yep. Nominees were Battlefield 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Dragon Age 2, <laughs> Untra- <laughs> Un- Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. Well-deserving. Yeah. No, I disagree. <laughs> I haven't played it. Me either. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Action game of the year: Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Ugh. Oh God! Give me a fucking break. No, I know. I <laughs> How did Gears of War not win that? The nominees were Battlefield Three, Dead Space Two, Gears of War Three, oh. and Saints Row the Third. Goodness, you gotta be. Well, you know what? How did any of those games not win it over Call of Duty? Because I, I haven't played any of them aside from Battlefield and Gears. Gears. Right. I agree. But I'm just gonna take Multidirectional's word for it on Dead Space Two. Yeah, Dead yeah. Space is. Yeah, and that would be deserving too. Yeah, agreed. You can't. Nah, just go. On. <laughs> we'll move on. Outstanding achievement in animation. The winner was Uncharted Three: Drake's Deception. Nominees were Assassin's Creed Revelations, Batman: Arkham City, L.A. Noir, and Rayman Origins. It's like the Red Sox winning the World Series. It just shouldn't happen, right? You know what I mean? No, I agree. Never I agree. ever. Yeah, it's like I mean. I see what you mean because it's like the guys that go to work at Call Call do work on Call of Duty. They know what they're making, right? And they know everybody hates it. Yeah, but they have to make it because it right. sells. The Red Sox put a team together. And right. They know like everybody hates this group of douchebags right. that we put together, and nobody wants to play for the Red Sox. Right. No. Why would you when you could be a Yankee? Right. Yeah. Really. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Agreed. Okay. Outstanding achievement in art direction. Winner: Uncharted Three: Drake's Deception. Nominees, Batman, Arkham City, Battlefield 3, Portal 2, Rayman Origins. Now, Corey, you played Uncharted 3. Do you think it's deserving of all these awards? Uh, I can't really say because I only played, like, two hours of it. And you didn't care to It's not it. my kind of game. Right. I think it's great at what it did in those two hours, okay. and but it's just not for me. And I felt the same way with the second one. I played the second one for a few hours, and I'm like, this is awesome for what it is, but I don't. Yeah, not my type of Not game. my game. Okay. Outstanding Achievement in Visual Engineering. Winner, Uncharted 3. Drake's Deception. Nominees, Battlefield 3, Crisis 2, L.A. Noir, and Rage. Ooh. Which I can totally see, having played that. Very, very gorgeous. Speaking of which, your review went up. Yes, my review for Rage is up. It's a micro-review. It's not a full review. Uh, it's been out for too long for me to do a full review on it, so I just did likes and dislikes and why you should give it a chance at this at this point. Especially now that it's bargain bin type of game right now. Um... Outstanding Achievement in Gameplay Engineering winner Elder Scrolls V Skyrim nominees Batman Arkham City Portal 2 Skylanders Spyro's Adventure and The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword I think that should have gone to a different game I agree yeah in game gameplay yeah yeah well having played Arkham Asylum I would say the controls are probably a lot better for because it's gameplay engineering yeah so I would say Arkham City is an improvement from Arkham Asylum. So, yeah, I would say I would probably pick Arkham City for that. Me too. Me too. But I didn't play Portal 2 or Skylanders or Legend of Zelda. Wait, who won that? Skyrim. Skyrim. 
Oh, yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Gameplay, Gameplay engineering. Engineering how you interact with the game. Right? Through the controller, I would assume. Gameplay yeah. through the controller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't like the the system spells. Where you, spells yeah. yeah, the menus and stuff like that. Are we talking about Skyrim? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Skyrim one? Yeah. Oh, no, I was thinking of Sky, uh, Sky, uh, Skyward, Skyward Sword. Sword. Skyward oh, Sword. yeah, no, Skyrim one for outstanding, a- outstanding Achievement and Gameplay Engineering. Oh, no, not Any at all. of the games listed could have won other than yeah. Skyrim. Yeah. Should have won. What about Portal 2? <laughs> Except Portal 2. <laughs> I think Portal 2 should have won that. Okay. They should have won I'm not sure what they award. mean by Gameplay Engineering, I guess. is the surprise it even got yeah. released, to be honest with you. Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction. Winner, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. I'd, I'd, yeah, well, I'd like to see the nominees. Nominees are Batman Arkham City, L.A. Noir, Portal 2, and Uncharted 3. Yeah. Batman. Give it a Batman. Did Batman win any of these, Dan? I don't think so. No. It's bullshit. That game is awesome. It got nominated for a lot, but didn't that win That was right up there for my game of the year. The next category. Hey, game of the year. Well, it's going to be Skyrim. Winner, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Nominees, Batman Arkham City, Portal 2, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword and Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception. This is obnoxious. So, that no is surprises the... there, really. No, not really. Um, Except Dead Souls is absent. Dark Souls. I don't even know <laughs> Dark that Souls. Dark Souls got nominated Dead Souls for wasn't on there either, somehow. Yeah, you said Dark Souls for yeah, something. Yeah, Dark Souls was two nominations, I think. Yeah, it was on there for a couple of nominations. Uh, role-playing game. <laughs> That's all I'm seeing it on here for. Portal 2. It's okay. I know what I like. <laughs> I don't need some idiots to justify it. I do. <laughs> Did I do Family Game of the Year? No. No. Da- Winner Connectimals? Lit- Little- <laughs> no. Little Big Planet 2. <laughs> Nominees Dance Central 2. Just Dance 3. Connect Disneyland Adventure. And Skylander Spiral. Once Adventure. Upon a Monster wasn't in there? No. Or Planet Horse? No Planet, Planet Horse. Horse. Oh, mine Surprisingly goes to Planet Horse. absent from the Hands list. Hands down. No, uh, no Genius Planet in Horse. engineering. <laughs> you could look at any number of angles there. I mean, the graphics-wise, Planet Horse takes a cake. From Sugar Nips? Sugar, <laughs> sugar Nips? Sugar Nape. Sugar Nip. I, I don't think Nips even fit. It was Sugar Nip. <laughs> that's, that's a thought. If, if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to our... Was that Labor Day? Labor Day 2001 Listen to our, our Labor Day episode where we played some Planet Horse on, um, on, on live. live. We're going to look at the, the downloads for that episode, and they're going to go up exponentially. By millions. We're going to have, like, 15. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eric. My turn? Yep. Hit, hit it up. All right, I got two small ones, Dan. Okay. Uh, my first one is uh, because the wife's been asking me when the Skyrim DLC is going to come out. I don't know, but... They did release uh, a small list on IGN of some things that they are saying are experiments that they've done that they're thinking about putting in for DLC, but they're not going to commit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a list. There's um, spears that you can use as weapons. Okay. Kill cams for magic. Oh. Like nah. follows the magic spell. I, I don't know. I don't know what they would do there. Uh, water arrows. Giant mud crabs. Per- paralysis runes. Seasonal foliage, speedy water currents, which don't they already kind of have? That? Yeah. yeah. Dark dungeons, which I think would be cool, like even darker. I think it's one thing to make it, like how they were now, I thought it was annoyingly dark because I didn't think they were supposed to be that dark. But if you're going to make it completely dark, mm. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. 
you know where you I mean? have to have a light or right. a torch. To Whereas it, it feels like it's on purpose rather than just bad design. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, adoption of children. <laughs> yeah. i got to be honest with you. These are all pretty dumb. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Uh, advanced home building. That's cool. Epic new mounts, which I'm assuming is a dragon. I don't know. Uh, fast travel portals, whatever the hell that means. I wouldn't mind sitting on the shoulders of a giant. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Connect dragon shouts, Dan. So now you can yell "Fusroda" at your screen, and my dog can attack me because yeah. he doesn't like it when I say that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I've seen this in action. Yeah, there's two things you say that Dan's dog Gimli will attack you. Really? <laughs> he doesn't attack. He just gets pissed he off. Starts he starts barking. barking. And... If if the baby's awake, can I witness this? Yes. Oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> enhanced water visuals, ice and fire arrows, lycanthrope perk tree. Uh, vampire imp minions and goblins uh, underwhelming to say the least yeah yeah, I, yeah maybe is free it content. almost sounds like a joke doesn't it I thought so yeah that's, that's like, oh a, a water arrows what do those even do who cares I, this is stupid that would have to just be a patch I wouldn't pay for that <laughs> no god oh killer man vampire imp minions you're right about dark dungeons, though. That that could be interesting. That would be cool, but I'm not going to pay 15 bucks for that. They'd have no. to pay me to get yeah. that. Yeah, I wouldn't even get. And it I'll for be free. damned if I'm going to let the wife spend 15 bucks yeah. on that shit. How about like multiplayer or something? Yeah, how about something that's worth a <laughs> something shit? Something we can know? wrap our. Yeah. Uh, my second one is called. Is this from IGM by Andrew Goldfarb, February 10th? Uh, report Xbox 720 to use touch touch screen controller. Yes. An HD screen surrounded by traditional 360 buttons and sticks. Uh, it's a short article. I'm not going to read anything from it. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't like it. Ma- yeah. Well, no. Let me, let me say this. The magazine goes on to state that the controller could be a remote for watching TV, a browser for the internet, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't like it either. I, I read it. Um, I don't like it. I have a laptop that I can browse the internet exactly. with. Exactly. Um, I'll probably have a tablet at some point that I can browse the internet with. Yeah. Uh, I don't need it to be on a little screen like that. I could see Windows 8 is supposedly supposed to go on PCs and mobile phones. It's supposed yeah. to be equally yeah. um, user-friendly. And, ta- and tablets. On, on all, across all systems. It's yeah. supposed to be a, a Which is kind of what the, the Windows 8 is a lot like the new Xbox Live. Right thing with the tiles that you click on and then you once you click on the tile it's that's so, that's the new menu system for windows right yeah so i mean if if the controller includes touch screen um in the same way and i use that touch screen to use internet browsers and stuff in the same way i would on my windows 8 computer i don't have a problem with it yeah i could see that i just don't want them to well i'm they, again they're never going to force me to use it in games but I just hope it's not another worthless feature like well, the Connect is. They said, well, they said that that it's going to rely a lot more heavily on the Connect too, <sighs> which I freaking hate. Yeah, I mean, me if too. It, if it's done well, I might try. I might could, like it. But could you guys ever think of a situation in a game where you'd like to have a touchscreen on your controller? Nope. No. Well, even like the way I mean, I guess it would matter on how they design the controller. But even just holding it, like, how would you use a touchscreen with your thumbs? That's or like I'm on the wondering. back, that'd be like your middle finger. That would work. Why don't they just have a button there, like the like the Looks Nintendo sixty four controller? <laughs> yeah, well, a touch screen because you could like slide it back and forth. I could see that. 
That could be kind of cool. I think it's too much. And it would drive up the price of the system. Come on, guys. Let's be optimistic here. No, I'm with Dan. <laughs> I don't like it one bit. Yeah, this is bullshit. I'm trying too hard. Especially, especially <laughs> since, like, a lot of people, you know, guffawed at the the Wii U having the touchscreen on the thing, you know? So Xbox comes out and says, oh, I, we may have a touchscreen on our controller, well, too. Th- that's what I'm saying is the Wii U controller is – is the touchscreen right you now that's such as a, opposed to an attachment a, right it's such a it's like the main part of it and the controller is designed around that screen like it's yeah. meant to you know integrate that screen yeah. whereas if a xbox controller was still an xbox controller and i could use it the same way i always would if it had a touchscreen somewhere that didn't affect how i would hold a controller and how i would play my games normally then i don't have a problem with it the only way i wouldn't have a problem with it is if the controller was normal and had an attachment for my windows phone like you plug your phone into it? Yes. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. That that Then I would be okay with it yeah. because I already have a Windows phone. I don't know that I want another, uh, you know, a controller with a whole touchscreen on it. Right. You know? Because I just feel like that would jack up the price. Already. Yeah. I mean, how much is a wireless Xbox controller now? 40 bucks? Yeah. With at least full touchscreen on it, too. I mean. HD, nonetheless. Talking $60 for a controller? Yeah. And I, I, your average gamer, I don't think, would be able to play as much with friends because the controllers. Are, I mean, I just got four controllers from my Xbox, and I've had it for, what, since it came out, seven years? Almost six and a half years? Yeah. I just got my second PlayStation controller, and I've had that for two-plus years, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, I agree with Eric. Fail. Will, <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Ugh. No, what do you got for your Just news? Just a though? blah. Is that, is that your news? Yeah, blah. <laughs> right. Is that from IGN? <laughs> no, they were giving nines out. Oh, yeah, nines oh, and tens, yeah. too. Everything. <laughs> I misspoke. Uh, my first article is what Valentine's Day meant to the average Kotaku reader. And it's just a picture of somebody updating their status that says Mass Effect 3 demo. <laughs> and, Which we're going to talk about in just a minute. And, uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's exciting. I can't wait. But my uh, other article is why Skyrim didn't play nice with the PS3. Um, while they're at the DICE Summit convention thing that Bethesda was at, they talked to Todd Howard, and basically he said, we did a ton more testing this time around, so this game's definitely our most solid release, regardless of platform. Howard told me, building on what we've discussed prior to the game's release regarding the extra steps Bethesda was taking to squash the bugs common to the team's open-ended games. The way our dynamic stuff or our scripting works, it's obvious it gets into situations where it taxes the PS3, which (laughs) I find that hard to believe because I had no problems with, like, on the Xbox without it, like, running as laggy as it did for you. Yeah. And the Xbox resources are much lower than, or lower considered... Yeah, up against the PS3. Yeah. So I don't understand that at all. Do you think that maybe the Skyrim it was built for PC and the PC is an easier transition from then, Xbox to PC than uh, PC to PS3? That's the only thing I can think of. Because do you think? Well, at its core, PlayStation uh, Three is just running Windows. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't know to what extent and what that even really means. It's just what I heard. Right. So that's all say, I can say about that. Skyrim's been freezing up a lot more frequently for the wife. Yeah. Like, a lot. Really? Yeah. Well, people are still having those uh, problems on the PS3 with the lag. Yeah. 
I know. I, don't know uh, I have no idea. Talking why. to Sebastian about it, who was on this podcast quite a few episodes ago, I know he had a lot of issues with it because um, yeah. he, he has a PS3. I have had very, very few issues with Skyrim on Xbox. Yeah, I've um, had- it's might have frozen two or three times. Probably, I've probably put a hundred hours into it. Um, I haven't had any problems really with it, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I haven't put the kind of time there because wife has into mm-hmm. it either. Yeah. Um, but you said it's starting to freeze a lot now and not yeah. so much earlier. Yeah, it's a lot now. Not so maybe it's earlier once this, or twice, but... Yeah, because of all the stuff she's done, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, when he was... We were talking about the save, the large uh, save files when it first came out. Yeah. He was asked about that, and he said, no, that's not it. Uh, that's a common misconception. Literally, the things you've done in the game, the way you've done it, and that's how it's running. So the coding kind of clashes with how you do things. It, memory leaks. Memory leaks. Exactly. I think is what, it, what it is. Howard said his developers knew that the PS3 is going to run into a bad memory situation. Yeah. And tried tweaking the coding. Yeah. Didn't work. Because yeah, what, what no. happens when you when you do stuff? The code remembers that you do it. And if if the code if the coding is bad, I know this because I took coding, and I'm real excited that I can explain this. If the coding is bad, that means that they don't clear that memory um, that has stored what you've done. So slowly you accumulate more and more memory. That's why it's called a memory leak. You accumulate more and more till you're using way more than you need to be and there's so much they can just clear out and that comes down to bad coding. Does that uh, make sense? Yeah. yeah, I yeah, see yeah, what you're, you're saying. saying yeah. it's, it's supposed to dump the stuff that doesn't matter. Right. Killing a mud crab. It remembers that when it could just dump that. Yeah. It's just a very right. basic example. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And remembering all the damn... Yeah, but Dan, what about when they put the giant mud crabs in with the DLC? <laughs> Have you noticed the mud crabs in Kingdoms of Amalur? Yeah. They just kind of, like, growl at you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're cute. Well, that's like any... any I, I think that's kind of poking fun of Skyrim. Or, uh, I think so, too. Elder Scrolls a little bit. Any uh, any creature, like, woodland creature has one hit point. Like, you do any yeah. damage to it and, and it And then they, they yeah. just go... Like, <laughs> like the, the brownies or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, well, no, the brownies. No, no, the brownies like, actually like the antelope. Like the antelope oh, and the, the there's like stuff. rabbits yeah. and stuff. Chicken. Chickens. Yeah. When you hit them, nah. they just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. But anyway, all right. Good story, Will. That's it for news, huh? Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a quick break again, and we'll be right back with what we played this week. Besides Kingdoms, of course, right after this. Well, I was going to talk for a while about Kingdoms again. We could do that. No, I'm just kidding. We could do that. We're already at two and a half hours, so. Wow. Yeah, we'll be right back right after this.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 30 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We've reached our What We've Played This Week segment, and Will, I know you're going to get us started. What do you got? Yeah, I started playing Final Fantasy VII. Um, when Corey wanted to play Kingdoms of Amalur, I was like, I kind of want to play another game. So I decided mm-hmm. to take Corey's PlayStation and buy Final Fantasy VII. Well, before you go another step, did we give Will a round of applause for beating Amalur? Yeah, he did. Okay, sorry. Go on. Yep. Thank you. Let's give him another one. Okay. All right. Because yeah. really, he took one for the team. He did. He really did. Because that game is all about the other stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. I'll play it again. I'll, yeah, I, I own an time. Xbox. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it in yeah. the yeah. weeks coming up, I'm yeah. sure. I'll still be playing it. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure you got your applause. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. But when I went to go buy Final Fantasy VII, I wasn't really paying attention to the Roman numerals. And I thought I only saw two eyes, but turns out there was three. So I bought Final Fantasy VIII. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So then I ended up... <laughs> Rookie. I was like, sucks. I was like, I need to buy Final Fantasy VII anyway, so I, did, I bought that too. So after seven, I'm probably going to play eight. How much were they? Like ten. Okay. That's not bad. You owe me ten bucks still. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to get a PS3 instead of a computer. Fuck it. Oh, boy. Bold move. Maybe. Half the price. At least half the yeah, price. Yeah, it is. It's probably, yeah. probably a quarter of the price. Yeah, a fourth. That depends on what you're getting. Worth it. So, what did you think of Final Fantasy VII, Willie? I am loving it a lot. I think I'm 13 hours in. I'd say I didn't really check, but I just got to the point where. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I was chewing gum. Corey was actually sucking on my nipple. While <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, no, don't worry about it. No, it felt good. I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Uh, I just got to Gold Saucer. For mm-hmm. the first time, and I'm going down. Well, I'm already down where Barrett's hometown was. Yeah, where Shinra is that how you pronounce it? Shinra. Yeah. Shinra. When they ended up burning the town to the ground, and basically I'm in the ruins with it all buried under gold saucer. Right now I'm trying to find the boss to do the chocobo race. Okay. But cool. I am loving it so much right now. I first booted it up, and it opened up with a very stuttery 3D cutscene, and I was like. <laughs> All right. Then the graphics boot up and everything. I was like, still stuttery. I was like, this is is bad. I I asked Will. I'm like, Will, how are the graphics? He's like, "Ah, they're pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like the graphics from Final Fantasy VII don't hold up as well as Final Uh -uh. Fantasy VI. Not at all. No, because VI is like the sprite base. Yeah. And that's that's like easier to have that. Yeah downgraded graphics but seven is just like oh yeah. It, well se- yeah seven was like trying to be photorealistic <laughs> whereas you know six has an art style because yeah. it's sprites and, and it so. doesn't go awful yeah, yeah. but after I, st- I started playing the game and that really became a secondary i did not i don't even really care about it anymore i don't even pick up on it i am loving it so much right now i feel like the game's just extremely depressing yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. That is depressing. Most of, of it is depressing because Cloud, basically, he was in his hometown. Sephiroth went crazy and killed his family and everything like that. That's Pay attention depressing. to the story because there's some pretty pretty cool turns in that story. There are so far. And, like, Barrett's family. Yeah. And then you read uh, Red 13, mm-hmm. the dog. Oh, Cosmo Canyon. Have you been to Cosmo Canyon? I have not yet. Oh, man. Best music. I remember Cosmo you always Canyon. used to say that. Yeah. I'll have to remember that. Cause. I could hum it right now if you want me. Yeah, to. I'd love to hear a little. We had to license it. Mm, quick go. I remember that. Now <laughs> well that you do done. It. Perfect. That was beautiful. But like I said, I'm loving the game. I'm loving all the characters too. 
had you had I not found out about Aeris dying, um, I would probably be more talking to Tifa in the game. Because she's got the bigger jubblies. <laughs> Who's got the bigger tits, Will? Probably Tifa. Yeah. Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading something about that. Yeah, I know who Barrett is. Yeah. I was reading something about that, that date scene where you go on the date with somebody in the yeah. Infinity and Barrett is one of the four uh-huh. that you can take. Uh, Dan said that last episode. Did I? Yeah, Did we you? were talking about the date, how you went on the date with Tifa. <laughs> yeah. And then you felt bad about it. Yeah, because I <laughs> left Eris behind. Right. And then we talked. you talked about the other ones you could go on with. Did I? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't remember talking about that. There's one character I haven't met yet that's a female that you can take. It starts with a Y. I don't really remember. Uh, Yuffie. Yuffie. Yuffie, yeah. I'm trying. I'm. She's a dirty girl. I'm trying really she hard is, not yeah. to read anything, but I was kind of interested in that because I'm gonna feel bad when Aeris dies. Yeah, that sucks that you know that. Uh, yeah, I, I wish, wish you could I had experienced. I was it. gonna say I wish I hadn't spoiled it for you. Yeah. I, not, I didn't know you were in a play. Probably wasn't you. I'm sure you've heard that a million times. Uh, we've probably talked about it before, even you have. I not on the podcast. Did not remember at all. Like, I've had heard that, but I didn't remember at all. But when you had re-brought it up, I was like, I have not played Final Fantasy VII. I love Tactics, and I love Six, so I might as well play Seven. Yeah. And finally just pulled the trigger on the weekend. Right. So, but I mean, it's all right. But that guy's Are you crazy. leveling up your all materials? materials? Yeah. Right now I have... Cloud has ice, fire, and lightning, or bolt. The one that's called. called all, though. Have you been all? leveling those? I have not yeah. gotten all. You haven't. Or I have an all. I don't know what it's. It's just there were some monies, man. Sell them or yeah, money, money, money. What does it even money. do? It makes it so when you cast magic, it casts it on everybody. Oh, yeah. Really I think helpful for it's been, a long, it's been a long time since I played that game. Ferris and Tifa, who I have primary magic. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I should do that. Stick with it, brah. Yeah. And there's a lot of cool side stuff to do in that game, like ridiculously hard side stuff, defeating some of the weapons and stuff like that. There, There's one thing I was going to do, but I didn't have enough money. It was when there's, like, a big shrine-type area mm-hmm. where people are, like, living in it, and they want you to protect it from the Shinra troops that are trying to invade it, and you have to pay money for either protection or go and fight it yourself. Huh. It's right after you go across the... Uh, the swamp, yeah, and you like see Sepler. You start like really chasing Sephiroth at that yeah. point. I don't really remember that. Like I said, it's been a long time it's, since I played that. It's pretty early. It's like right after you got Midgar, right? But yeah, my favorite was the ship scene when you uh, see Red Thirteen on the top balcony part trying to like walk, and he's like stumbling around because he's a dog. Oh yeah, and yeah. Just, I'm just, I remember that now. Holy I'm crap! Loving that game. There's so much in that game. It's 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 so much fun to play yeah it is and it's, it's a must must play yeah and i can't believe it's taking me this long yeah to play it because i am i'm loving it I well when did it come out 97 yeah yeah that's a while ago that's, a long that's time ago. 14 years were you yeah. in kindergarten 15 years no not even Still if it was 97 yeah. i mean i was born in 95 so i was like two you were born in 95 yeah wow <laughs> makes me want to throw up <laughs> Yeah, it's, Me it's too. a year, two years old. <laughs> I remember you guys saying that uh, you guys would be almost like 30 when, you were, oh, yeah. when I was graduating. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I was going to be my life milestone. Not not a good one. I was just... <laughs> yeah, it was something to talk about. A shitty day. It was It was what we'd like sit around and joke about when we it were... It was. It yeah. was, yeah. You guys were laughing about it and making poking fun at it. And it's Here it is. a year away. <laughs> so goes life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. back to Final Fantasy VII. I'm glad you really like it. Yeah. 
Like, it's, the graphics don't even bug me anymore. I'm just so enjoying the gameplay I'm, and the story. I'm sure people are sick of us talking about Final Fantasy, though, which is why we have Eric, because he's the one dissenting voice. Yeah, who well, doesn't talk, doesn't I, like it. Who doesn't gush over Final Fantasy like we do. It's just not for me, man. Yeah, I understand. That's we don't saying. gush over Final Fantasy in general. Just three particular games yeah, that we that's true. gush over. But, I mean, okay. yeah, that's really all, unless you guys wanted to add anything or say anything. No. See, like I said, I can't remember much about the game. I remember... Uh, the the um when you're on like the trains and stuff that being a really cool moment yeah uh like in the beginning on, with yeah. Jesse and Wedge and uh, I can't remember the other one but like the the alarms going off yeah, and you're, yeah, like yeah. having to get off and everything like yeah. that and trying to escape yeah. yeah and they do a lot of cool like little gameplay tricks with stuff I mean Golden Saucer is a good example of all the mini games and stuff that they do the chocobo and everything yeah right? they implement those mini games throughout the game a little yeah. bit like the snowboarding and stuff like motorcycle. that motorcycle right. Mm-hmm. That's just all gameplay stuff, and I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy 13 too in a minute. That just didn't have any of that stuff. Yeah, and that's one of the, the most memorable things about those games. Same with uh, like Final Fantasy 6 with the scenarios, yep. choosing the scenarios, and uh, the couple times where you had the battle and you had four different groups. Yeah, and you can move the groups yeah. around. Just little things. Yeah, you know. Huh? I agree. One thing I do want to say is the dialogue is. At times, pretty funny because some of the stuff you read, you're like, you cannot say that now. And <laughs> some of it's like censored. Yeah. And I saw Corey's Barrett looks like a, well, in a, like, in a mushroom. A bear wearing a marshmallow. A bear wearing a marshmallow. <laughs> I saw that right after I got off the ship to uh, Costa del Sol. Yeah, that's like the beach town, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's this, like, Cloud, I don't know if I should say it, but Cloud called Barrett a big uh, retard. <laughs> and I was like, you, yeah, you can't, can't say that, say stuff that anymore. now. Times Which is change. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's, just, it's depressing, and I don't know. It's home. Yeah. It, the, the music. Yeah. Right? Music's really good. Yeah, when he's talking about how Sephiroth went crazy. Mm-hmm. And his mid, that was just uh, it's so awesome. I'm probably play it again when you're done with it. I can't wait to beat it. <laughs> don't forget you owe me $10. Final though. Fantasy, <laughs> man. I just don't. <laughs> I will never get it. I just will never get it. <laughs> You're we like don't a want bunch you of to kids get it. in a candy shop. <laughs> we start talking about Final Fantasy. <laughs> Me and Corey Corey's are over. probably played the fucking game twenty times the past like Six. two two years. Six probably, yeah. not seven. And he's like, you know, I better I better give that one another play. As soon as you're done, let me know. You know what I should do is I should, for once, play the ones I haven't played already. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. <laughs> you know? I can't wait to play eight and see how good that is. I, yeah. I think I bought. played eight. You did. Play you did eight. play eight. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. You yeah. Know. You like you guys like because it was you and Jared, you, yeah, Jared, who we talk yeah. about regularly. Yeah, uh, well, shit. You'd play and he'd read the guide. <laughs> yeah, so you had like a teamwork going, <laughs> teamwork. and I'd just sit there and watch <laughs> and steal meat from my freezer yeah. and leave it out to spoil. <laughs> that's a story for another day. Yeah, that's. <laughs> we'll stop salivating over Final Fantasy. So anybody, else I know. Well, I, like I, I, well, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe Corey should get into <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen. I had to use the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> tissues. Um, Go ahead. What do you got for us? Are we talking about Final Fantasy Thirteen too? Yeah, you're done. Right? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I played Final Fantasy Thirteen too. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? I beat it. Yeah. Uh, I beat it. Yeah. Uh, there comes this point in every game that I play. I I just yesterday came up with a term for it. I'll just call it zero hour, where I realize I don't want to play a game anymore. 
and that's the point when I drop it. <laughs> Zero hours. <laughs> it's like it's such a huge like event. It is because it happens. It happens like it happened it with does. Dark Souls. Yeah. I love that game to yeah. death. It happens to every game with oh, me. Yeah. It's just like why am I still playing this? And then that's it. Even with uh, I mean, it was kind of artificially brought on in the Old Republic because they wanted to charge me money, and I'm like, nah. Yeah. No. Uh, but anyway, I was playing Final Fantasy 13 too, and that point hit shortly. A uh, little bit after midway through, I'm like I, I really don't want to do this anymore. But for the sake of the thumbstick athletes, I persisted. Uh, but Good anyway, work. I, that, that kind of makes it sound like it was a bad game. It's definitely a better game than thirteen. And there is a lot we were talking about it, but there's a lot more gameplay things going on than there is in thirteen. Um, I wrote in my review. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's kind of old news at this point. And Eric doesn't like and it. And I already talked about it about. at length. Sure what you're talking about. At length, quite a bit. Well, but it's I, not Portal. I wrote in my review. It's, it's, it's a better game than Final Fantasy XIII, but it has more problems. And the way I compared it in my review, which I haven't finished yet, it hasn't been published. I wrote that it's like. It's the difference between a girlfriend who is like maybe a little jealous. Maybe doesn't have very nice hair. Uh, maybe smells a little bit, but like not tolerably bad. Wait, wait where where does mm. she smell? Her <laughs> skin. <laughs> I don't know. Just you know, she might have a few like several different. Got some quirks. Little things that you know you can look overlook because all around she's a good girl and she she's loves cool. you. Versus dating somebody who's perfect but cheats on you. You know. Okay. The cheating is the Final Fantasy thirteen. Like, you know, you look good. You don't have a lot of problems, but there's that one dark thing. Uh, you cheated um, on me. Yeah. So that's how I kind of compared it because it does have more problems, but it also does a lot more things that thirteen doesn't do. So that's pretty much all I want to say about that. The ending kind of kind of fell short for me. Uh, I did have some problems with the last boss, which was refreshing considering how easy every other fight was leading up to it. Um, so that, you know, that was good, but overall the last boss wasn't anything all that exciting. And, uh, they did end it with a to be continued. So Final Fantasy 13, three. Yeah. Which I'm all for. Oh, really? I'm all for man. honestly. And, and I didn't want to say it in my review and I didn't really want to say it here, but I kind of want to say it. it to me. It, I feel like they'd probably never admit to this, but they Square Enix might want it to be their answer to like Mass Effect. Do you think they have a good enough basis? Like Final Fantasy thirteen as compared to the first Mass Effect? No, not at all. Right. But they think that's what that's what that's they think. might be what they're reaching for. Okay. Uh, I mean you, you gotta can think say reaching again. The the the, <laughs> the the I mean the console's at the end of its life. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know, there's just enough time for one more game in there, reusing all the art assets that they already have and everything. Why not fire out one more game to, to do the you know, the three yeah. third entry. Um that being said, no, it's not nothing like Mass Effect. Um, I just feel like they want to have that kind of, you know, their trilogy for this generation, which is a big thing in gaming trilogies, yeah. Oh, yeah. especially this generation. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I wanted to say about that. Okay. So I've, I beat that, and then I played Amalur uh, quite a bit. We already talked about that at length. And the only other game I played was on my iPhone, a little game called Ticket to Ride. He's got a ticket to ride. Exactly. And Ticket to Ride is a classic board game. Uh, I don't know. Have any of you guys ever played it? Nope. No. And uh, it's kind of like Settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. The way the, the purpose of the game is... We've, play, we've played that. We did. The purpose of the game is to develop train track routes between cities. And the way you do that is 
the track there's a map you're looking at a map and every track between cities is colored a different color and you draw cards from a pile of cards um that have colors on them that correspond to the tracks that you want to build so if the track between say boston and new york is six yellow you wouldn't really want to take that route anyway uh new york and <laughs> philadelphia philadelphia no yeah. mm. you know what washington dc yeah okay it's, it's respectable <laughs> nah. rangers fans mm. no. buffalo New York to Buffalo. God. Yeah, if you want a cheeseburger, what is Buffalo known for? Beef on whack. Chicken wings. Is that it? Yeah. Chicken wings, maybe. Chicken wings. (laughs) (laughs) Beef on whack. All right, you're going from New York to Buffalo for some Buffalo wings. Uh, And there's three yellow rectangles, which means you need three yellow cards to build that track. So the more tracks you build between cities, the more points you get. But you also start off with tickets. And the tickets list two cities that you have to build a track to. So you can choose one, two, or three to start. And if you complete your tickets, that is you build your track from the starting city to the ending city, you get bonus points at the end of the match. If you don't complete the ticket that you drew, you lose points. And uh, the winner is basically the one with the most points and the person that has the longest continuous track. It's a really simple game. I don't know if I explained it very well. Um, But I'm not sure if it's stripped down for the iPhone or if it's just... That's the way the board game is. I don't know. But it was free. That's why I downloaded it. And it is yeah. a very well-known board game in, in the board game board world. community. Yeah. Uh, shockingly, so. it's not on the Android market. No. It was free. Um, excuse me. I'm going to cough. <coughs> it was free last week. <clears throat> That's why I got it. And, I mean, it's a good – it's kind of addictive, time killer, but it's, there's the, nothing special about the it. The board game sounds interesting. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun for a board game. What I found there's some playing with lots of friends and stuff. There's some strategy involved because you you don't know what tickets people have, so you don't know what two cities are trying to build tracks in between. Uh. <clears throat> so you can kind of see where it looks like somebody's going and block them off, and then they're screwed because once you once you take the train route that they're trying to build on, they can't build on it too. There are a couple places where there's double tracks, and in that case, there's two different colors. Right. Um. So you know, you two people can side develop, by side. Yeah, two people can develop on the tracks. So that's Ticket to Ride. It does sound a lot like Settlers. Yeah, and the, the, the building the routes and all that, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that, okay. that's all I played. All right. If you can find it for free, download it. Like I said, it's a good time killer, but don't don't spend some money on it. It's usually 99 cents. I'm not sure what the original price was. Somebody just I'm tweeted. Right somebody uh, I follow who is a video game journalist but loves board games tweeted it out. Okay. Um, that it was, that it was free. free, and he highly recommended it. So I got it, and it was it was worth it for free. Yeah. <clears throat> mm, okay. Ticket to ride pocket. Yeah. Uh, ninety nine. Ninety nine okay. cents. Yeah, maybe for a buck. You know, if you're into building board train games. tracks. Right. I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, cool. All right. I guess I'll go next. Um. The only other, I played two things other than the Kingdoms of Amalur. I played uh, Mario RPG. <laughs> Oh, yes. yes, it was a Super Nintendo role-playing game based on Mario. I played it on the Wii, actually. Um, we had our photographer over to take my son's nine-month pictures, and I just bring the dog in the basement and hang out down here. And I set up your futon, oh, nice. uh, from your apartment over in my my little corner with my TV and my Wii, and played my rpg for a few hours did you pin it against the wall because it doesn't stand up on its own no i stuffed some stuff in the oh you got soup yeah. cans yeah. uh pieces <laughs> whiskey bottles pieces oh that's a great idea. wood wood's a good because yeah. it's soft enough yeah. that yeah 
it'll yeah, stick in there. A couple pieces of wood in there. Genius. But uh, yeah, still a great game. I I when you're talking about the great Super Nintendo RPGs. I feel like maybe Super Mario RPG gets kind of overlooked. Yeah. Because oh, it's yeah. a Mario game. But it's a really good RPG. I know you guys have always said that. I've never played that game. You'd probably like that one a lot more than yeah. any of the Final Fantasies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why I say oh, yeah, but, but I'm just assuming. It's kind of too bad that they didn't continue the Mario RPG. I know they kind of transferred into Paper Mario. Yeah, they, they say that's their spiritual it's not, successor. It's not really the same, though. Not at all. I don't no. think. I think I think they could have gone places with the Mario RPG franchise, yeah. which was by Square Enix and Nintendo, mm-hmm. which Ooh. I thought was pretty pretty neat. I didn't I didn't remember that from, from back when they younger. were on good terms. Yeah, exactly. So I've never beaten Super Mario RPG. It's pretty sweet. I've gotten pretty far, but I haven't. Yeah, so I'm, I'll probably play that a little bit more. Man, I want to play that now. Yeah, yeah, I have it on <laughs> on the Wii Virtual Console. See, damn it, this is. <laughs> Now, sometimes I wish I had kept my Wii just so I could download <laughs> some games. You know what I mean? There's I've got it on Super Nintendo. You can borrow my Super Nintendo. All right. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Yeah. Could arrange so, that. the only other thing I played was the Mass Effect 3 demo. Which, which I also I'll wait. played. Yeah, because I'll let you talk about Woo-hoo! the other stuff you played, and then okay. we'll, we'll talk about the Mass Effect 3 demo. Okay. Uh, the only other thing, I played some more FIFA tonight with the guys in the club. club uh, yeah. Club Be a mode. Pro. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, uh... It went okay. We used a new formation tonight, which seemed to work. We were getting a lot of shots on goal. I think we won twice and lost twice. But That's kind of how they designed it to be, right? Yeah, it was infuriating, the last loss. I was pretty pissed. But uh, Other than that, I played the UFC Undisputed 3. Yeah. I wanted to share also uh, that I, I pre-ordered this off of our Amazon, off of, off of Dan's Amazon. Thumbstick Athletes yeah, Amazon. Yeah, Thumbstick Amazon. Athletes Amazon, um, and I got the free uh, same or release date delivery. And it came by like two thirty. I was pleased with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking, oh shit, it's gonna come by like six yeah. o'clock. But yeah, it came at two thirty um, on Valentine's Day. To be honest with you, I yep, I don't really remember. Compared to last year, there's only one really big thing that I can compare it to. The submission is a lot easier. Um, not only to get somebody to submit, but to also defend submissions is a lot easier. You pretty much have to... It brings up like an octagon in the middle of the, the screen. And each player has like a a colored band. There's a blue band and a red band. Um, and you have to move it. If you're the one doing the submitting, you have to move yours onto the other player's band. Hmm. And if you're the one that's trying to get out of it, you have to move away move from away. the other player's band. It, it works pretty well. Um... The last game was a bitch. I had a, a hell of a time getting out of submissions and stuff. I also find that uh, wrestling on the ground is a lot easier in this game. That being said, I made my own character in career mode. I made a heavyweight, and I was, like, breezing through. I was, like, 9-0, 8-0 in the, like, uh, pre-UFC, I can't remember what they call it, the shit, shit division. Mm-hmm. I was killing everybody in the first round. You know, I made a ground-and-pound guy, which is pretty much, you, I want to take you to the ground. Beat your face in. Yeah. Um, good at wrestling. So I was 8-0. UFC approaches me. They're like, all right, you're going to get a shot to, to fight a guy in the UFC. And it's nobody I've ever heard of. Well, let me tell you, the step up in competition. Well, for, first of all, I, I picked a higher difficulty level this year than I did last year because 
I thought it was really easy last year. Like, I was just beating everybody in the first round. There was only one guy that I couldn't beat in last year's game. So I picked a higher difficulty level, and when I got to the UFC, it's really good because instead of one round of me beating the snot out of a guy, it's turned into, like, a good three-round fight where it comes down to the last round. Like, for instance, before I came here, I played a, a match, and I literally I had to knock the guy out, and I knew that because he beat me the first two rounds. And I, there's a minute left in the fight. I'm just, like, swinging, and he caught me. Oh, no. Knocked me right out. But it's intense. Like, it gets yeah. intense because the fights are going the, the full round, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just one round of, of winning. Um, one cool thing is at the end of each year, you I think you get, like, three fights a year, three or four fights a year. At the end of, at the, end of the year, they do uh, awards. So there's fight of the year, knockout of the year, fighter of the year, submission of the year. I've, I won, actually, fight of the year Ooh. in my first or second UFC fight against a guy named Czech Congo, who actually is somebody that UFC fans would know. He's a big uh, black guy. Um, he beat me second round, but it was a really good fight. It was just back and forth, and I won knockout of the year. Nice. Nice. Yeah, for good one work. of my beating up on one of the scrubs. Well done. <laughs> but, yeah, I really like the game. If you're a UFC, UFC fan, you should definitely get it. Um, I want to play it with you. We'll be talking well, about before that you more. get too good at it. Well, the idea that I sent you. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Where I think we're going to do a tournament, mm-hmm. and I'll let you guys play each other too to get yeah. get warmed up because I do have more experience with it. But <laughs> yeah, we're going to try and do some tournaments amongst our, amongst ourselves, right? Because I want these guys to kind of play some of the games I play, mm-hmm. and I want to try playing some of the Final Fantasy games. Well, we always say, like, oh, we should all get together and play that, but we never do. Yeah, but we're gonna. We don't we're have any do time. That. That's the problem. That's true. Well, I'm just gonna quit my job. It'll be fine. Yeah. Going <laughs> all in, thumbstick athletes? <laughs> yeah, going all in. Alright, so yeah. UFC's I'm gonna advise good. you against that, <laughs> but you can do whatever you want. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a good game. I would definitely recommend it, and we're actually gonna get a little more in-depth with that next week. Yes. So. Yes, we will. Okay. So let's get into Mass Effect let's, 3 demo. Let's talk Mass Effect 3. Okay. Um, Spoiler-free, right? Yeah, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Okay. I I don't know any spoilers. I okay. only tried the single-player demo. Um, so I played that. I was unable to play the multiplayer demo. For whatever reason, EA would not let me play it because I didn't have the online pass. Oh, for God's sake. For oh, the, for Origin. You have to be a member of Origin. Do you really? Yes. That. To play the demo? Yes. Which, maybe, because I don't know as if I'm a member of Origin and I played it. Let me see it if would I can not, log in. I could not connect to it. I couldn't play it. and it's, it's the demo, for Christ's sake. Really? And I couldn't play it because, for whatever reason, I couldn't connect to the EA servers. So that's EA for you. Is that but but it's the demo? It's yeah. not even the full game. That's such bullshit. Like all that's going to do is turn people off to it. I yeah, know really. that pissed me off. Yeah, and I love Mass Effect. It's right. one of my favorite. Mass Effect Two is my second favorite game of all time. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Game. That's the that's... single player was great. Uh, the end of the the single player demo, I almost had me in tears. Really? I won't say why, but it was very, very touching. Really? Does it take Moment. place in a certain point of the game? Is it the beginning of the game? I think it's – I'm not sure if it's the whole beginning of the game. It's mm-hmm. the beginning of the game, and I'm, right. I'm not sure if it's the whole thing or just a, 
a portion of it. They don't they don't really say, but they do that, and then they do like later on in the game they do like a more action based because the the beginning is more story based, and then the the later yeah. the second mission that you do in the demo is later on in the game a more action oriented oh, type man. of thing. And I mean the controls are as solid as ever. Um, Can you use the connect in a demo? I don't know. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, yeah. Give give it a shot. Oh, some of the familiar characters come back. So. That's that's what's the release date on that? March sixth. Man, that's like right around the corner. Three weeks, that's right there. Yeah, not even three. Yeah, right around three, the corner. I really hope I don't have a job by then. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, funny. I hope you don't too, Corey. <laughs> controls. I mean, they're as tight as ever. Uh, I loved it. I cannot wait for Mass Effect three. I cannot wait for it. I'm gonna spend. Yeah. I'm I'm just hoping to be done with Kingdoms by then. I've yeah. got like three weeks to put another like forty or fifty hours into Kingdoms. So. We'll see how that goes. I tried logging into Origin, and it's just not doing anything. Uh, see, I hate that so much. So much. Yeah. Was the first Mass Effect published by EA? I yeah, but they didn't have Origin until no, this past year. but was it published by EA, or was it Mass Effect 2? I think, I think it, it was Mass Effect 2, and not the first one. Who had the first one? I can look. I don't know. I don't feel like... I feel like the Bioware acquisition was after the first Mass Effect. Yeah. Who'd they release with? Bioware? I don't know. Maybe. What? Wait, you talking about right first Mass Effect? Yeah, yeah who was the, the publisher? I don't think it works like what? that. Don't they need to have they Microsoft probably, and EA. Yeah, it was Microsoft. Oh, it was EA. Yep. Yeah. See, I don't remember there being like EA badges everywhere in the first Mass Effect, but in the second one it was the whole Cerberus network thing. Oh, yeah. And then it's... Yeah, what the heck was with that? It's the stupid EA thing. Yeah, the The, the online network. pass. That was if you so will. dumb. But like I can't I can't play the multiplayer in the demo and I really have no idea why. You know, it's the demo. I <sighs> Do you have an EA account like an EA okay. account? Yes, Origin. I do because Apparently it, I do too. K- Kingdoms of Amalur works fine. I, and I that's think, the same thing. I think if you're signed up with EA, you're signed up with Origin, right? Yeah. Yeah, you are. And I could not connect to it. And that's play, the only play, thing I could think play of. Play the multiplayer. Yeah, I don't demo. know why else. I just want to hit Were somebody. you connected to the internet? Yes. Well, Dan, let me tell you you're not missing out. In my opinion, right? Because oh. I played the multiplayer and I didn't like it. I really? thought it was really boring. Is it kind of like Horde mode? Yep, except way worse. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but do you think someone that like me that's played a ton no, of Mass Effect I, I would like it? I can't see you liking it. I really, really can't. With all the other multiplayer games that are out there, it's really low on the list. Okay. Now I want to try it just to see if I'd like I it. I did want to try it because I just I was bored. Yeah. Literally, I was just bored. I could see that. I mean, it's not a multiplayer game. They're just tacking it on. Yeah, yeah just they for... did, and I felt like that's exactly well, what happened. they'll tell you they didn't. They'll tell you they, well, yeah. you know. I mean, I did like leveling my character up was cool, getting the new, you know, warp and all that shit. And you create a character, right? Yes. Well, you pick your class. Is that what you mean? And race, right? You pick a race, do you? I don't remember picking a race. Yeah, you um, should be, really be able to pick angry. a race and... In the full version. I want to be a Drell Infiltrator. Uh, in the full version, maybe, but they were pre. you could only pick from three classes in the demo, and they were pre-made with races. Probably in the full one you can, I'm Yeah, I, th- I think you can. I think but, yeah. See, we had this talk before when they said they were doing multiplayer, and was, I thought... It was my article. Yeah, I thought I they were right. doing what Eric said, where you don't really customize. You just pick something that's pre-made for you. And you guys argued with me. No, I, don't know. I remember I, it saying... I think you get it more of a choice. I remember reading it saying, if you want to make a Krogan blah, 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 you can. Mm. Okay. 
I remember that yeah. very distinctly. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. I mean, I'll take your word for it, but uh, leveling up was cool. Picking all your, your skills and stuff like that was cool, but I just didn't find it. I, it just didn't Feeling grab me at all. at all. It really didn't. And I, as much as I like playing multiplayer games with my friends, I didn't even think it would be that fun with the friends. Hmm. I really didn't. I'm like, hoping. after playing Gears of War, and yeah. like, it's yeah. just not even close. Well, a game that was made for multiplayer. yeah. yeah. But I just thought, I said, why put it in there? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? If it's going to suck. I'd, yeah. Maybe it'll be different to when the, the full s- game comes out. I don't know. Stop people from trading it in. Yeah. Well, if I have a game that I really like, I'm not going to trade it in anyway. Like Mass Effect 2. Mass right. Effect 1. Yeah. I just don't need to trade yeah. those games in. Because I, you know, like right now, I, I, right now I do want to play Mass Effect 2 again. I do have to do all the DLC for it. Do you mm-hmm. want that back? Yes. Okay, I'll get that back. I will need it back. I don't know. My my logic with that, I mean, this is also a discussion for another day, but if, I mean, I'll play something and trade it in. If I'm going to get like 41 bucks, which is what I got for Final Fantasy 13 too. If you didn't think you were going to play it again, especially. Not necessarily, because if I play it again, it'll be a year, two years from now. When it's and dirt at cheap. that point, it'll be like, you know, 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if I have a game that I really like, like I still have my original copy of Bioshock. It's a game that I'll just have a hankering for and I'll put it yeah. in because it's a great game. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with multiplayer. Right. Bioshock 2 multi- has multiplayer. Meh. Not as good of a game. I probably won't ever play it again. I still have it, but I probably it's not I worth it. I think anything. I ever tried the multiplayer on that. I I'm sure there's no one playing it at this point, but yeah. you're not missing much not playing that. Well, some games can do it right, like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, they did it well. Yeah, but how? How I mean, how many people are still going to be playing the Assassin's Creed multiplayer? Like, Lots. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of people. Do playing you think it. Yeah. like as much as Battlefield or Call of Duty? Well, well no, no, but because it's not. No, it's not that caliber. But I think for what they, I think they did it right because there's still a lot of people playing it, and Is a it? lot of people have held on to their games because of it yeah. because they like playing the online. Right, and it's different from all. It's different from shooters, you know. Well, right, but I mean, how does that help the maker of the game? Because people aren't trading in their copies, and people that want to play the game buy new ones. Well, right, but but the I mean, especially games like EA games. If you don't, they probably want people to trade in their games, so they you know buy the downloadable EA pass. Well, that's why they did the downloadable EA pass. So if if that happens, people buy it. Right. But they make more money off people buying a new copy than they do a used one with the online pass. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, but like how like I don't I. Just get, I guess I don't understand because, you know, if you're getting a multiplayer game and not buying, like, downloadable content for it, you're not sp- spending anything extra by holding on to the game, whether you keep playing it or not yeah. is by the beside the point, you know? Yeah. Like, like Assassin's Creed, like, who cares if they hold on to it or not, you know? Well, are, you, are you saying no, yeah. you, you think that they're like Assassin's Creed? If if people are holding on to the game, there's not as many used copies, right? So people are buying new copies, right? But do you? Th- I mean, do you th- really think that that's how? I don't it know works? if it's working to that extent. I'm just saying that for a single player game, for for a team to develop multiplayer for a single player game, I feel like they did it right in Mass Effect, regardless of all the business behind it. I'm just yeah. saying in Assassin's Creed. What did I say? Yeah, and Assassin's Creed. Regardless of all the business stuff behind it, I'm just saying that it's a single-player game, and they added some multiplayer for whatever reason, but it's good. Right. Yeah, I haven't played it, so I I don't know if it's good or not. I haven't played it either. It's just what I've heard. It's good. I've played it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I mean, do you really think that, like, over the summer, people are still going to be playing the Assassin's Creed multiplayer? 
And there are some really dedicated people to that. Well, right, but there's dedicated people for everything. But do you think it's it's got the the appeal that? Well, I would say relative to all the other, uh, like Bioshock too. Yeah, relative to all those other games, it's doing pretty well. Yeah, right? it's I'm not not relative to Gears of strictly War multiplayer, or... or not strictly multiplayer games, but yeah, yeah, like Gears of War, Battlefield, Battlefield Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah, you know, because those games aren't meant to compete. Halo, with those games, right. For that reason, I'd say Assassin's Creed is the top good example. Yeah. Okay, because it's so different too the gameplay. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah, basically it was just waves of enemies coming at you. There were some bosses, um, and then there were like some objectives. You had to go like hack into a computer. Yeah. Cool. It wasn't impressive. I don't, I don't know. It's like the old Republic. Maybe you guys will like it. I don't really like multiplayer because I'm not good enough. I hope I can get it to work. I want to try it now really bad. Just try the multiplayer. There's no story in it. That's true. Uh, yeah, you'll just get some gameplay. That'll be tempting peaks. to play the single player, though. Yeah. You Life don't You sucks. don't want to play the single player. Spoilers. Yeah. A little bit of spoiler. Unless it's completely different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been keeping my Mass Effect <laughs> because, experience as pure as possible. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, but the a lot of the Halo, like, was it Halo 3 maybe or Halo 2? A lot of the gameplay videos that they would show and demos that people would play, it's yeah. nothing like the actual game that came out. So I don't know if it's different, but if if it if it's the same, you won't want to have at least the beginning spoiled for you. I do remember that Halo would never do anything from the... Yeah, the actual game. Because I remember I saw a really awesome gameplay video for yeah. Halo 2 and that mission wasn't in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really it was kind of, There was some similar parts, but... It's like it they do with movies, yeah. movie trailers. Yes. They they change the jokes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I think that's everything. That's all I got. Yeah. I just got a message from Tyler telling me that he's drunk. He's probably had like a beer or two. <laughs> oh, dear. What a pussy. He had a Two couple beers. Smirnoffs. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of lady beers. <laughs> nice. He should be here taking our freaking show notes. You know what he's doing? He's drinking instead of working. Thank God. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fire Some him. of us can do both. Yeah, right. He is fired. He's out. I've been drinking and and recording. You've been drinking, drinking. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys like the Mass Effect multiplayer. I'm gonna Ragged. try to get it to work. I wish I could like not buy the game to prove a point to EA, but Ooh. I can't a not buy the game, <laughs> and one person is not gonna make a difference. Got you I really the don't. I, I really yeah exactly. Sure I really hurts. don't like what they're doing. So. In protest, I mean, EA is just the publisher of the game. I won't buy any games that are developed by EA. No because more I'm so NHL? Up, I, no, I won't buy another EA Sports game. Wow. wow. Ever? I don't think so. I'm very upset about this whole the EA online pass thing. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, if I didn't love FIFA so much. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. I mentioned David Jaffe earlier, and I saw him on IGN's Up at Noon show. Yeah. He did an interview, which is very awkward because he called the host fat and asked him why he was so fat. <laughs> so, I, mean, I like this guy. It's worth watching really for like that him. reason. He is He's fun to follow on Twitter because he just swears up a storm. He's the d- uh, developer, uh, designer behind Twisted Metal. Oh. David Jaffe. Um, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah. The yeah, online pass and stuff. Yeah, he was... Uh, he was talking about that, and he made a good point. He said, I understand why they do it, but it's all going to change anyway because it's all going to be digital. Soon. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks for gamers now. He understands why the businesses do it, but just weather the storm because it's, it's all going to change. It's going to change. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just feel like there's not much we can do about it there as a gamer, really other than not buy the game, and that's well, not going to happen. That's why, I mean, I support so many indie games because yeah. you know what you're getting for. They're cheap. You pay them. They're great games if you know which ones to get, yeah. and you're supporting good, creative, new talent. Yeah. And, you know, I have a little more money now than I did because uh, Uncle Sam sent me a check yeah. the other day. Um, so now I, I, mean, I can afford to buy the bigger games, but, like, at, at my... When I'm poor, you know, I can't afford to buy the bigger games. I buy the cheap games. I buy the used games. I buy the indie games just to have something to play. Yeah. Corey, I'm going to get a borrow from friends. and you're going to start borrowing. Yeah. We'll trade. I like doing that. Like We can trade. You want to like, go back to the barter fun. system? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Too bad they're doing all that online garbage. Well, we're going to, when I open up my trailer park in Canada, we're going to live off the barter system. Speaking of which, Trailer Park Boys coming to Ithaca, New York. If you'd like to meet the Thumbstick Athletes and the Trailer Park Boys, you should be there because at least two of us will be there. Half yes. of us will be there. Half of us. At least. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that'll do it, I guess, for episode number 30 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Human interest. Oh, Human that's interest. right. Oh, God. Corey, hit, it. hit us with it. Uh, this is a deep remembered. one, too. We were on the way out, and this is a deep human interest article. Hit us with it. Uh, yeah. music, uh, video game music finally gets its due. And this is written by Thomas Emanuel, uh, University of South Dakota's online web paper, web, web newspaper, web paper. Is there a word for that? Online no. newspaper. Website. Website. How's that? Think Shit, that one will stick? I think that's Is that going to stick? Uh, that's the one. Yeah, it's called Volante. Uh, he points out that the NAR, talking about the Grammys, he points out that the NARS, which is the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, has or actually acknowledges video game music and its visual media categories. Do you guys know that? No. Yeah. It has, uh, I think, four visual media categories, um, but they include video games in that. And they are uh, the best score soundtrack for visual media, the best compilation soundtrack for visual media, and the best song written for visual media. Uh, he then goes on to talk about the history of the Grammys and how they often cater to safer pop music rather than, you know, what's what's really popular and what's really cutting edge and uh, yeah. he brings up the he says use the example of the only rock album to win in the 1960s for best rock album was the Beatles Sgt. Peppers when Frank Sinatra won twice and as we know the 60s were you know that was rock's yeah. heyday or yeah. you know birth anyway yeah. um, and he goes on to discuss how the average age of the people who vote on these things are 20 years older than the actual audience member and um, because of that they have different sensibilities and he says I quote Characteristic of such sensibilities is a sniffing disdain for anything considered low art, which is exactly what the stolid, horn-rimmed industry types used to think of rock and what I suspect they still think of VGM, because video game music hasn't won. Uh, He says this view is not limited to the guardians of bourgeois taste. It's common among many otherwise open-minded people who simply didn't grow up with video games. For instance, when I opined on Facebook that some of the best scores of recent years have come from the field of video games, an older friend commented, sad world, that shouldn't be... Video games are destroying society as we know it. Oh, that's yeah, a great I'll fight opinion. that motherfucker on the spot. <laughs> if there's one thing I can't stand, it's this kind of cultural elitism. I like Beethoven and the Beatles, Lady Gaga and Louis Armstrong, Wagner and VGM alike. Not Rihanna, though, but that has nothing to do with cultural elitism. I just think her music is awful. The point is, good music is good music, music, whatever its source, and it deserves to be recognized as such. Right on. <clears throat> so good, good on you, Thomas Emmanuel. But he also he concludes by uh, stating what, what, what the NARS why they think there's not a lot of video game music and they say that um the video game publishers just don't submit enough music to them i was gonna say uh that's got to be so i didn't even know they they were eligible for winning yeah like a grammy Mm -hmm. 
coincidentally, Baba Yetu, Civilization Four. Yeah. Remember that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won an award, but it wasn't when it was published in 2000, when the game came out in 2005, it was 2009. It won when it came out on the guy's album. Oh. Uh, so four years later, so he made a video it, game he song. He made it specifically for the game and then just right. put it on an album. Yep. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Baba Yetu. And that's a great song, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it is. It's a great song. Yeah. Let's it, it. It sets the tone for that whole game. So good for it. But no, that's that's a that's a good point. Uh, they're doing good things out there in the University of South Dakota. One, one question I had for you about the Grammys, Corey. Are you a fan of that Bon Iver guy? Bon Iver? Whatever his name is. I have to be in the right mood for it. You know he beat Skrillex for Best New Artist. Oh, Did he? He's not that new. Skrillex is probably a lot newer than... That's what I thought. Yeah. I've never even heard of Bon Iver. Yeah, he sings a... I'm on skinny love just last year. Yeah. I saw I, a lot of people were happy he won New Artist. Well, he might not be... The, bon Iver, I can't remember his name. He's a freaking hipster. I don't really know my music that well. I'm not afraid to admit that. Me but either. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a hipster, and he's, yeah. he's been in other bands in the past. He's been around. Skrillex is what? Well, Skrillex has been in bands. That's true. He, yeah. was, from, he was a from singer. First to last. But to be fair, what he does now is completely different. Right. Yeah. He was in a. I didn't think he was going to win. Well, Eric, the Foo Fighters won something. Would they win Best Rock Album? I don't know. I'm. A, I actually kind of like the Foo Fighters. Not anything new though. Mm. I like their one album. I guess. Yeah, I only like their one album. But I probably wouldn't. I don't. I don't agree with any of the. Really, any of the. Dead Mouse performed at the Grammys. Yeah, I that saw was that. Cool. I, that was weird, man. He's yeah. the, the whole like mouse thing yeah. just did you me see, out. Did you see the Katy Perry performance? Yeah. No, but I can't wait. That was weird. Was she it hot? Was weird. Not really. Dan, I'll like a second opinion on that. <laughs> she was. She she couldn't be her a lot outfit better. was good. Okay. Um, the I don't. I'm not big on the blue hair. It didn't really look that uh, good. See, I kind of like it. Uh, I like blue, blue hair, hair, but the it did it was like crimped. Like she was in 1988, right. like well, it was supposed middle to be like school. campy sci-fi, right? It was the whole? I don't know. It was a new song. Well, I didn't the know Grammys the song. Suck anyway. Yeah, they do. I think that's what Thomas Emmanuel is pointing out in this. Did you, did you see what Dead Mouse did though on a shirt? No, I saw he had a number. It was a phone number, and it said, "You mad at me, bro?" And it was Skrillex's cell phone number. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, they're they're both like dubstep. They're artists, buddies. Right? Oh. Dead Mouse was like his mentor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's kind of I would, a dick move. I think, I think if I was drunk or otherwise inebriated in some way, I would have been really freaked out by a Dead Mouse. Probably. Really freaked out. Because of the, I love his music. The, the the whole like the whole helmet thing with yeah. the moving faces on it. Like, oh, I didn't see weird, it, but I know he's, his whole thing. Because they performed weird. right after the Foo Fighters yeah. at, like at the end of the Grammys. I only watched a little bit of yeah. it. I'm not really that interested because I don't listen to that shit. much music. I mean, you don't shit, like Nicki well, Minaj? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really into music anyway, so. Dan, it's Nicki Minaj, though. I, I'm into it. I'm into music. I just, I'm not into the, like, scene. I know? do like Adele. I just like to put music on while She's I'm amazing. I was glad she oh, won. Oh, my God, she's amazing. I'm not, as I said, I'm not. Corey, you're kind of a hipster. A little bit. <laughs> With your music. That's true. Musically, yes. Well, yeah. Here's the thing, though. I listen to a lot of hipster music, but I also listen to all kinds of music. Yeah. If you look at my top artists, it's classical violin music. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. I love Blink-182. Yeah. Hey, we're, I not, like, we're not putting you down here. I man. love Enya. It just so happens I also like hipster bands. Yeah. <laughs> I like weird, quirky And music. I wear a flannel, all right? What, you know? 
Why you guys got to pile on me? Nobody. I think you're piling on yourself yeah, yeah, more than anything. I'm just fun in your bunions. Okay. Ooh. Well, we should have actually talked about the, the Grammys at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, right? I was going to. It's on my list of things to mention, but I just. Well, yeah, we, yeah. Didn't, we didn't mention a lot of things. I get talking and I. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that'll do it for episode number 30 of the Thumbs Ooh, to Cap. Big 3 Let's get round of applause. Big 3 Still going strong. Still so, going strong is right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I had some. Oh, yeah. Uh, if any listeners have played Kingdoms of Amalur, let us know what you think. Um, obviously, we got Steve Shoemaker's opinion on it. Of but the demo. He, Yeah, I was going to say he only played the demo. So, I mean, if he does end up playing the game, let us know what you think. And anyone else that has bought the game, and let us know what you think, good or bad. We'll, we'll read the bad, too, even though we all seem to pretty pretty much like the game. Mm-hmm. Um, we're willing to discuss the the bad stuff about it too. So yeah, shout out to Jeremy Lynn. Jeremy Lynn, yes. I know he's a listener. So Ugh. yeah, yes. So yeah, that'll do it. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Black.